All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 70. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas. And joining me tonight, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? Should I, should I buy a framed poster of Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I don't care how good it is. It's... How- I <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> well, then why are you asking me? <laughs> no, 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 what I'm looking at. Uh, well, you know, uh, I'm gonna when I do my game remover, you know, uh-huh. it's gonna be all my my Sega stuff in there. So I actually have like like a Nintendo controller, like framed artwork piece hanging in there. It really doesn't make sense, does it? They have a Nintendo thing hanging up when everything I have is Sega in the game room. So I get I'm trying what, to look for some Sega art. I get what yeah. you're saying, but if you want Sega art, um, a framed poster of Sonic isn't the right kind well, of... Right, that's not how Sonic would roll. It's... Wait, it's not just a picture of like his mugshot he's posing for the camera. It's Sonic the Hedgehog 3 cover art framed. Okay, that's a good one. You know, it's, it looks like the it's the cover, but it's framed. Yeah, but do you see this? We we see. saw these at E three. I think if you yeah. had some King Ice hanging from your wall, oh, those are, be look at those, those, those are ter- those are terrible. <laughs> no one's buying those. No one's I buying them. you. Someone's buying. No them. one's buying. They're not even. It's they're not even diamonds. They're synthetic diamonds. Right. <laughs> They're 150 bucks. They are. King Ice. Oh, my God. I think those they are... have an FAQ, too. <laughs> well, yeah, they're ugly, man. I've seen those. Those I'm are dumb. Kidding. Yeah, okay. All kidding aside, Sonic 3's cover art is probably of the strongest. Mm-hmm. Wait. Wait. There's a Sonic uh, pinball cover art. Oh, the pinball one? So, yeah. So what I like about Sonic 3s is that he's kind of hanging out in the Jurassic Park jungle, right? Like, yeah. And he's giving you the three. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I have to say, I still think I'm strongest to Sonic 2 mm-hmm. because I like that Robotnik in the background, like kind of crushing down on the two. The only thing that would have made it better is if he was given the peace sign, you know, for the two. I get why they didn't right. do it, but, um, but Sonic 3 is not bad. And it itself... By itself, I'm looking at the art removed from the box. Mm. You got Robotnik in the back fucking shit up, right? Like, you've got all this, right? And there's a dude mm-hmm. hanging out, like, in the bushes off to the right. And Miles Prower, a.k.a. Tails, he's rolling in here. I'm just saying. It's also tropical trees, right? It reminds you of, like, better times, better places. Well, I've seen, I seen this one. But then I seen a golden axe in a in like a shinobi okay. one too. Yeah. So I'm the, like those three together. That's like uh, the Sega. Yeah. You know, you you get in. You know, you get in the good gist of like Sega there. That's all I'm saying. So let's see. Ooh, ooh. Oh, is this on Amazon or where are you on Poster Foundry? On, uh, no, I was on GameStop. They had lame ones on GameStop, but um. I've been on Poster Foundry. Before. They have the Shinobi ones there. The Poster the Foundry Golden X one. I don't even know if my wife would let me put up. I, I can't like, tell if like, she would think I'm. It's like van art, you know? Yeah. 
Yes, it it's is. Awesome. Yes, it is. And it it has a full appreciation for both of the sexes at the same time. I don't know who's turning me on the most. It might be this dragon in the background. Ah, boy. But that is a vascular man in the front. Yeah, um, he's dreaming. Yeah, yeah. And the the dwarf? I ain't, mm-hmm. I ain't never seen a dwarf look like that. That's not mm-hmm. how he looks to me. And then, of course, you know, we've got... I can't even think of who she would emulate in uh, in 80s pop culture, but... Every one of her ribs can be seen. There is not a single definition of muscle on any of these three individuals that leaves mm-hmm. anything to the imagination. Mm-mm. And I have to say, for the record, I do think that the American box art for Golden Axe is better. Oh, no, mm-hmm. Golden Axe 2. Golden Axe 2 Golden is X2. better. Golden Axe yeah. 1's okay, the American box art, but the I think this is the Japanese box art. Or maybe mm-hmm. this is the side of the arcade, but holy smokes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Again, God damn you it, know, now you got me wanting posters. Of course, of course I do. I got to, uh, yeah, we need to, I need to get rolling down here on this office. We're having, we're having problems uh, finding a contractor to do our office space here, Fred. Oh, no. Apparently, nowadays, uh, contractors... Uh, Unless you're going to give them like 30 grand to remodel a full kitchen, mm-hmm. they kind of don't have time for you. They don't want this nickel and diamond, you know, making a little office in a basement nonsense. It's like a waste of their time. I At least from the people coming to see our basement, that's their no, that's sort of it's because getting it's because we're the know? minority now. Like, yeah, uh, it used to be there were all these contractors fighting for your business. Not the yeah, case no. anymore. No one knows how to no. do shit anymore. So, yeah, yeah. Contractors no. can pick and choose. And then the one guy we had come over yesterday. Look, and mind you, these are all people that were referred to by friends or our friends, which I told my wife mm-hmm. is never a good idea. <laughs> so, because you're just yeah. going to get disappointed. Yeah. So, uh, I told her tonight. Tonight, I said, uh, "Listen to me. I said it's time to just start having people come over and take a look." All at once, like none of this waiting, having one come over and then waiting three weeks for them not to get back to us before we Mm -hmm. find someone else to come over. Like get them all over here within a week and don't be afraid to go. Thank you. We'll let you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like Like a job interview. It's what it is. Technically, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, they're supposed to be. So the guy that came over yesterday wasn't convincing because every time we were like, (laughs) he was like, uh. Right, but so are you going to do – so you're doing the carpet, right? And we're like, now we need someone no, that's going to do it all. come in here and do it all. Yeah. Like you're a general contractor, correct? As in you have everybody to do everything? That's the, why we are contacting you. Oh, you're going to do the electrical, right? Now. No, no. We need a comprehensive service, sir. <laughs> we need someone that has some numbers, man, Start and a Rolodex. Yeah. We get some shit done. So now, uh, tonight, I'm actually contemplating framing it myself. <laughs> That's fair. Like, I'm, I'm looking, and I'm like, I think I can frame it. I can't do the electrical. You know, you, you need an electrician. Yeah. For that. yeah, you need to do it correctly. You can't just be doing that, especially if it's going to be a real office with, like, a lot of electrical things going on. <laughs> 
I mean, you don't want to wall like, you know fire. What? You don't want to kill no. yourself. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of like, mm, you know, I think we, I think I could frame that. It's just a rectangle. How high can it be? Yeah. I got to move around some pipes on the ceiling, but I think I can do that. Right. Fred, you frame around pipes. Yeah. Shit. Oh, all the time. I know. I was doing it last night. I didn't, I didn't tell you about it cause I didn't know it'd be relevant, no. but here we no. are. So, so anyways, the reason I even brought that up was because my wife was like, you know, I wanted to go with somebody we knew. <clears throat> so when they work in the basement, you know, we can trust them because she was like, when I had the guy down here today or yesterday, <clears throat> he was a guy we didn't know. He was just referred by mm-hmm. somebody. And she goes, and at one point he said, all right, well, I'm going to be down here like 15 minutes doing some measurements and stuff. And she even said, she goes, and I got real weird, she said, because right away I looked over at your corner with all your stuff. It was just like, she goes, I don't know what any of it is, but I'm trying to make a mental note of where everything is and how the chair is. And, you know, because I have all my Sega shit down here, all my, my collections and everything, my Sega CD, everything. So she's, so I understood that where it's like you have a stranger down here and you're like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> no, and mad props to her because a lot of, you know, folks, I guess is the mm-hmm. nicest way I can say it, wouldn't do that. Yeah, so I said to her, you know what, hon? When we get back from vacation next week, I will uh, get all my stuff out of here and upstairs. Even if it's not neat, at least I'll get it up to the shelves upstairs so it's not down here, you know, yeah. so we don't have to worry about it. Ooh, trees, there's an Etsy person. Yeah. Who does the art and then puts the cartridge in the art in the I've frame. seen those. That's yeah. the new that's the new shit. But where they get the cartridge from? Get my oh, cartridge. Well, second tan store. Yeah. Not to mention I looked at it though. Some the, I think this art would be more impactful by itself. Mm. Ooh, I like this one. It's not Uh-oh. as horny as the other one. Mm-hmm. I got Fred looking at this stuff now. Yeah, you really got me looking at it. So but you don't like game collectibles, Fred. Nope, not at all. <laughs> you don't you don't like them. No, They're I don't like collecting games. There's a difference. <laughs> Maybe you can get some of those so, posters on a JPEG on a flash drive for you. There we and go. that would yeah. and that would do it for you. Then you can have all the posters, Fred. That's so, your method. So here's here's the one I was originally <laughs> looking at. Okay. You can you can have all the pitches. This is the Golden Axe 2 one I was looking at. I liked that. Um, oh, look at that. Yeah. But see, would someone know that's Golden Axe? No too? way. No way in hell. They'd think I'm some Dungeons and Dragons nerd. Right. But I like when, when it's the cover up with the, with the. So this one is interesting. Tell me what you think of this Golden Axe one. It's not as horny, mm-hmm. but it's kind of cool. The, it's the original Golden Axe, and you would know that's Golden Axe by that one. Yeah, because it's, well. It says golden. It says it. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh yeah, that's a cool one. It's silhouettes, just for people who are wondering. So but, one is the Mega Drive cart, and then the other one is just silhouettes of the three of them with their respective colors. Because if you didn't know, I don't know their names, but the dwarf's mm-hmm. green, he wears Link's outfit, but he's old. The uh barbarian, Conan, is blue because everybody knows that men love blue. And then the girls loincloth. Well, I think it's actually their elements, isn't it? Because the uh, dwarf's electrical, and she's mm-hmm. fire, 
And he but is they, wind, right? But doesn't he actually have like a blue loincloth on? Uh, maybe he does. Yes, you're right. He does. Well, it in depends the on the poster you look at. But in the game, yes, he's got a blue loincloth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Wow. And she's got a red and white mm-hmm. string bikini. So, yeah. So easy back then. But, you know. God, it was. I miss. I, I like the actual box art framed. Yeah, That's I keep I going like. back I like to that. that. I yeah. like that look better. Like, you know, nothing stripped off. The logo, everything. You know, I'll even take the uh, Sega, like, grid lines with the 16-bit oh, at yeah. the bottom. Like, if I could just get that blown up and framed, three cartridges that I want. I wonder if you could get that done. I wonder if you could pick any title you want. There's someone out there that would blow it up and make a post. I assure you that exists. I haven't right, done so enough you, research, but yes, I so assure you that exists. If you could have three Sega Genesis games mm-hmm. on your wall, mm-hmm. box art framed, what what would they? Would you go for like obscure, like what you like, or would you go for what defines that system? That's a tough one, right? Yeah, it is. Um, if if I was going for defining a system, yeah, right, yeah. You'd have to have the first Sonic the Hedgehog, whether you like them or not. Sure. You'd have to have Streets of Rage 2 okay. for one of the pinnacle beat-em-ups of the time. Mm-hmm. And then the third, third's a tough one. Third is a tough one. Let me take a scan. Yeah, I don't know what my third would be. Oh, pff. hands down. It's um, virtual racing. No. Ugh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Axe Battler. Um, I think maybe Castle of Illusion. I can see that one. Because that, that was their influential. That was their 2D platformer that defined them, right? It was. They were on news shows showing that thing off. Like, look at him when he stands still. Look at the yeah. Look at the character he shows by tapping his foot. And he rolls his eyes and fucking and then, you know. Yeah, I just don't think, like, you know somebody out there is going to be like Kid Chameleon. Um, Garbage. Listen, <laughs> don't give me that nonsense. Oh, I, I agree with you. I don't love he, Kid Chameleon. He um, came later, though, didn't he? He was, sure. a, he was a little, he's like in the Chicago. So are you era. thinking like, like was, launch? I, I'm just saying what, yeah, what originally defined that system, I guess. Like, what when it came out, like what they were doing to set it apart from Super Nintendo. Yeah, there's that one. I got to tell you, well, Super Nintendo wasn't out yet. Remember well, this came two I mean. years early, but I mean, there, yeah, there's there's goofy ones. Like, remember the Genesis port of Strider was a big deal uh, when it first came out? Strider could be one. One of the Shinobis. Revenge of Shinobi, I would say, could yeah. Could be one. I could see Fantasy Star 2, maybe? I just don't think a JRPG like defines a no. console. No, I think Sonic, the first one, you, you'd have to have that poster. I, I truly think Streets of Rage 2 or Streets of Rage 1. I think 2 is I'm more... I'm partial like, to... Yeah, I'm partial to 2... Or, sorry, 1, but I know... I love Sonic 1 and Streets of Rage 1, but frankly, I think Sonic 2 and Streets of Rage 2 are the big you could ones. Get away with, you could get away with those, though. You yeah, could swap those sure, out, sure. But then it's—I guess the third one would just be your taste. That would, uh, I guess, be honestly, the one that you would. 
I, I didn't even think about it. Why wouldn't the pack end be it? I think Altered Beast has to be up there. Love it or hate it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I just thought yeah, about that, was, that. Uh, that. That's the one. That's the nice one. Wall. It's Streets of Rage, Sonic, and Altered Beast. It just is. That'd be a nice wall, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I don't think people would argue with you that much. They could disagree, mm. but I don't think you would get much argument if you're like, these are the essential ones. Now, here's let me let me fuck with you more though. Like, uh-huh. so what are your three? What are your three? Let's not do genre defining. What are your three? Oh boy, I know I kind of sprung this on you, but you kind of sprung this on me. I sprung it on you. <laughs> so, mm. well, we're not we're not far off. We I are for me. I have three. I think I've got all three figured out, and they're very different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're not like licensed shit or anything. Um, right. But they're very different. I'm, I'm trying to think of like what I did the most on my Genesis. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like what did I sit there and, and mm-hmm. go crazy on? Um, I do think Castle Illusion would be up there. I could There's see that for that. you. I remember when we did that for that game club and I mm-hmm. really started to figure out um, so for people who, uh, you know, haven't been listening since the beginning, Trees and I did, um, uh, started doing game clubs for early gaming history 101s. And, um, mm-hmm. one of our earliest ones is Castle Illusion. And I know people keep asking, you can download entire years of GH 101 in mm-hmm. the archives. They're like Google drives that bundle them all together. I will get the individual episodes on archive.org shortly. Anyway, moving I on. remember being blown away by that game. I like was blown away by that game when we like returned to it. I didn't play it when it first came out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so that, I think maybe Shining in the Darkness. Yeah, a lot of people big on the Shining ones, whether it be Shining Force oh. or Shining in the Darkness. Mine was Shining in the Darkness. Yeah. That was like my first um, exposure to any kind of quote-unquote RPG of any kind, of anything. Um. Are those turn-based or are those action? So Shining in the Darkness was turn-based, but it was like an early, like, it was balls hot, but it was like okay, those early games where you go into it, like you prepare and then you go into a dungeon and it changes every time you go in there. Oh, okay. And and you sort of have to roguelike, if you will. You would have to. I think it changed every time you went in there. I'm pretty sure it did. And you would have to like keep a map. Like you have to draw Uh your own. Yeah. You would kind of draw one for you, but if you wanted to remember where you were going, and (laughs) yeah, you'd fall through track. And there was different floors, right? Floor one, two, and you'd fall through the floor, and you'd be yeah. You have to get out of there too, huh? You have to get out of there to get back. And you turned and like it was first person. And you looked around in every direction, you know, like, like doom fucking for your cell phone back yeah. in the day. You know what I mean? It was like, it was that kind of shit. And then shit would pop up in front of you and you, then it would be turn-based, you know? Um, huh. And then you would, again, and then you go back to town and there'd be like four places you could go, you know, vendors. The right. Upgrade your stuff. I know. I, you know, I still want that game. So that's I still more of a dungeon game. crawler game. It, it is a dungeon I, yeah, crawler. Yeah, like you prepare for the dungeon and then go into it. That's what it is. Yeah. It's a dungeon crawler game. But again, when I played it, my buddy had it, and I was like, he was just talk about it all the time. And I was like, yeah, I'll give it a try. And he, I remember he lent it to me, and I got like hooked on it. I still don't nice. own it to this day. I had a copy, and it must have got traded in my years gone past, and I don't know where it is. And 
you know, I haven't pulled the trigger on getting like a nice version of it for my Genesis. They're still, I don't know, they're not crazy expensive. They're, you know, for a complete, like with the, the manual oh, and everything. No, yeah. Probably like 45 bucks, maybe. Yeah, that's lower that than I thought it would be. Yeah. So, and if you go cart only, for those of us cart only people, 16 mm-hmm. bucks, baby. And it's a great cover art, too. Yeah. The I guy like with it. the lightning coming with fingertips and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe. So maybe Castle of Illusion, maybe Shining in the Darkness. Uh huh. Um, yeah, that third one. That third one. I have to think about it. Yeah. I have to think about it. I'm trying to think what I played the most of in my Genesis days. So I played a, played a lot of a lot of different things. You Crew know? ball, yeah. <laughs> Rambo, Rambo three, maybe. I played a lot of Rambo three. Rambo three. I've never mm. played the Rambo three games, and I've heard a lot about them. And I've never, believe it or not, played um, or watched Rambo three. My wife and I are watching Rambo for the first time. I got the box set. I don't think it was based on the movie. Probably not. <laughs> I could be totally wrong about that, by the way. We'll see. But, I'll let you know soon. I promise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you want me to tell you my three? Or Shadow do you Dancer. not want to commit Shadow on Rambo Dancer. 3 and circle back? <laughs> Shadow Dancer. Shadow Dancer. That's up your alley. Yeah, with the wolf? Yeah. Pseudo yeah. Shinobi 2? Yeah, I'd go Shadow Dancer because I remember that being a big deal. Hell yeah, it was. I thought that was like the best looking thing ever. And I really dig that game, actually, um, once you brought it up to me. I'd never really played it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a, uh, I don't know if you remember this, I did a solo Shinobi episode and I played through all the games. Oh. And uh, yeah, that was, that was when I played that. So Shadow Dancer's probably the strongest of those Mm. it's it's also the closest to the arcade port but like that's what genesis was at the beginning right like Mm -hmm. it was look we can bring our arcade games home and get close enough right Um, well real quick so for me it's gotta be mortal kombat one not the best of those games but it defined Mm -hmm. the genesis for me. you know what yeah that's that's a you know what that's a good pick there that might that might swap out one of my other ones that's fair that's fair. Remember, I've I've had a little bit longer Listen, to, to to think uh, about this. I was I was an ex band Mortal Kombat champion for a little bit. You know. There you go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know the I was watching a video where the X band came up, and my wife was like, "What's the X band?" And I said, "Oh, let me tell you." <laughs> tell her I have a sealed copy if she needs to. You know. If she wants to see a picture of it. I don't know. The, actually, she'd seen it because the guy doing the video. We were watching the origins of Mario Kart. Um, I've been starting to watch retro documentaries on YouTube with my wife. <laughs> oh, nice. And she's like into them, but she's like, I have to pick which game we're going to learn about. So we were learning about Mario Kart because she's like awesome at it and loves it. And yeah, the guy talked about how they were originally going to do something with the X-Band or he mentioned the X-Band in some way. And um, she goes, what is that? And then he shows what it is. And you know mm. what? She wasn't that impressed with what it was once she found out. She was like, what is that? Oh, (laughs) but um, my next one would be, and this is just because I'm a diehard Castlevania fan and I played the shit out of it was um, Mm. Castlevania Bloodlines, the next generation to some um, Mm -hmm. or the new generation. I forgot what it was called in Europe, but Castlevania Bloodlines. Um, 
And then I was back and forth on the third game, but I think, yeah. Because at first I was like, mm, maybe NBA Jam, but that's kind of cheating in the same way, you know, like you, you can do Mortal Kombat, but, mm. and then another yeah. temptation was The Haunting with Poltergeist, which is a weird EA game. Um, it's kind of fun. Uh, and I did play a lot of it, but that's kind of your like art house. Like mm, that's not an answer in my opinion. Like, mm. um, and so, oh shit. What was my third? I had my third figured out and I was looking right at it. <laughs> Holy shit. I just fucked myself. Like I was so ready to talk about it. <laughs> and I was like, let me share, let me share what mine is. Um, Holy shit. How did I lose it? Did I really lose it? Hold on. Because I was looking at all these different games and I was like, nah, these are not me. And mind you, I like a lot of these other games, but I'm actually thinking of what I played as a kid. And I'm not going to do Street Fighter 2 because I played a shitload of Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition, but again, you can only have room for one fighter and it's Mortal Kombat. Um... Hold on. I'm looking at this list. Where was my... Oh, duh. Road Rash. Sorry. Road Rash was my third. Mm. Road Rash was go. my third. Yeah. God, yeah, it jumped out at me once I passed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Road Rash was one of those games kind of like, you know, a lot of these. Kind of like some of the ones you mentioned, like Shadow Dancer or... Um, God, there's so many examples. Possibly told you I'm an Earl could be yours. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe it was like flashback or earthworm Jim or even gunstar heroes, depending on how woke Mm -hmm. you were at the time. I'm using that term as a joke. Um, but, uh, but like road rash was one of those things where a buddy of mine came over and I didn't like sports games and I didn't like racing games at the time. And he was like, yo, let's play this game, Road Rash. And I was like, I don't want to play this game. And he goes, you beat the shit out of each other on motorcycles in a race. And I was like, "Mm, okay, let's try it. And then, like, the eyes dilated. And I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I wanted to – I would have felt the same way about Mutant League football and probably hockey. I think I like Mutant League hockey more than football. But the problem was I didn't really play those much and I never went out and bought them. So to me, it's like, while I appreciated them, I obviously didn't care enough to go buy them. So I can't put those as my wall. So yeah, my wall would be Road Rash, Mortal Kombat 1, and um, oh my God, what is wrong with my memory today? And uh, Castlevania Bloodlines. Those are my three quintessential Genesis games. However, they are far from the three quintessential Genesis games. And interesting point I wanted to bring up really quick. People always ask me why I devalue Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2 so much. Um, and even to a certain extent, I do the same with uh, Streets of Rage. It's uh, it's for a couple of reasons. The easiest ones are, well, everybody says those, so that makes sense. The other mm-hmm. one is I'm not a huge Sonic fan. Like I thought from Sonic 1 to 2 to 3, they got worse, progressively mm-hmm. worse. And I bet I feel the same way if I keep going. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't gotten there yet, but um, you know what? Let me rephrase that. 3 and Sonic and Knuckles were kind of cool. Like, nah, I still like them 1, 2, and 3 more. Um, but mm-hmm. eh, 2 might be my least favorite. Anyway, I digress. The point is, is that... Um, 
I got the Sonic the Hedgehog Christmas bundle in 1991. And it came with a free Sonic 2, if you remember this. You would mail away a registration card. And then that summer when Sonic 2 came out, I think it was summer 92, Mm -hmm. they mailed you Sonic 2. So I got both those for free. They had the big not for resale stickers that, of course, when you go to Funko Land or GameStop now, they all sold those for like 99 cents, even though I think it was technically illegal to do. Um or maybe it wasn't legal for Sega to say not for resale. I don't mm-hmm. remember. But um, but either way. Yeah. Huh? B- believe, believe it or not, when I was getting my collection going again, mm-hmm. it was tough for me to find Sonic 1 and 2s that, without that sticker. Oh, yeah. Like getting the, the case with the, the, you know, with the, the manual and everything with it, with it right. not. Like I, I accumulated like, like five of each of those games to put together like the perfect one and to get a case that didn't say not for resale on it. Yeah. Cause yeah. those games were usually pack-ins. So yeah, the only so time you could tough. find your boxed versions of one and two were people who already owned a Genesis who bought it because you wouldn't mm-hmm. get a case with the pack-in versions. Just so people know you, I don't even know if you got a manual per se, or if you got a legit version of the manual, but you definitely didn't get a box. You just got a cart that was in like a plastic or sorry, a cardboard cutout for it. Like it was literally packaged in with the system. Um, but, but yeah. Um, by the way, I want to mention having a beer tonight and, Mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, it's from, uh, it's called good monster. Trying to figure out if it's the brewery or not. I thought of you cause it's a new England double IPA. Not nice. because it's a uh, IPA, but because, yeah. Because New England. Yeah. I was like, this reminds me of trees. Uh, it is nice. from Collective Arts Brewing, and it's called Good Monster. And there is a fucking dope-ass tiger on the, cu- uh, on, the on the can. I like it. Yeah, the tiger is from an artist uh, from... Whatever. Oh, Erica Torres. There we go. Out of Atlanta. Anyway. I am not drinking tonight. I have a yeah. We seem a, to fluctuate back and forth on that nowadays. There's usually just one of us drinking now. Yeah, I you know I have um, a Gatorade Zero, mm-hmm. a little thing of water, and I'm I'm eating pretzel sticks, which I hope people can't hear me munching on. If you can, I apologize. Well, they couldn't um, until you said something. No. Now they're gonna notice <laughs> me chomping yeah. on them. Um, but you know, I'm getting over feeling feeling. Uh, little down and out so i you know you don't really tend to drink when you're getting over being something yeah like one can i wouldn't recommend it (laughs) yeah i had my my second uh vaccine shot this week oh yes okay tuesday night tuesday night i had it like around 6 p.m and the exact same thing happened that happened last time which was i went to work the next day on Mm -hmm. wednesday and then Right when I was nearing that like twenty four hour mark, so I get out yeah. of work around four thirty. So I had got the shot at six p.m. the day before, mm-hmm. and right around like one two in the afternoon, I start to feel a little, little tired, a little fatigued. And uh, so last time, um, it happened. Um, yeah, I got. I actually felt a little funny, but I got like uh, tired. And I ended up like 
going home and taking a nap. And then the next morning, uh, I still was feeling it. So I, I didn't go to work that Thursday. And then, like, I slept all day. So this time, it uh, around 2 in the afternoon yesterday, it started kicking my ass as yeah. far as sleep. Like, not feeling sick. Like, I didn't feel sick or funny or, like, hazy or anything. Okay. I was just fucking tired. Like, and I'm never tired. My eyes were closing. I took, like, three naps at work. Like, my partner kept covering for me so I could go, like, sleep in my, my minivan yeah. on breaks. Take an extra, like, five or ten. Uh, that I, I picked my son up from daycare around five and I got home and, uh, he went and hung out with his sister and I looked at my wife, she was still typing away working. And I was like, I'm going upstairs. And she's like, I'm busy. I'm like, fine. And I go upstairs. <laughs> I collapse on my bed with my clothes on. I slept until eight 30 that night. I got up, I came downstairs at a bowl of cereal. The kids were watching TV. I'm like, where's your mother? And they're like, she's out at a you know, homeowners association meeting down the street. Uh, Meanwhile, like severe thunderstorms happening and lightning. I'm like, what are they doing out there? They're down at the gazebo and it's like lightning out. I'm like, yeah, they should be coming home. And then like, it's us pouring out and she comes through the door soaked. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, the thunder and lightning and pitch black clouds. She had no then idea. Snuck right up like, on. Like 10 minutes ago. Then it, we thought we could make it. So then I'm like, all right, let me put the boy to sleep. Because it was like 830. Mm. And I just got up, had a bowl of cereal. But I'm like, he's like, can you stay in my room with me? Because it's like thunder and lightning. And I'm like, no no worries, man. Because I'm like half asleep still. Right. So laid on, laid on his floor. I dozed until like quarter past 10. I got up, I crawled back in my bed, and I slept solid until like 6.30 the next morning. Damn, dude. And then I got up this morning, fine, felt felt wonderful. <laughs> so, but, man, yeah, I, I, that fatigue hit me. You know, they tell you it's, it's something, you know. It's mm-hmm. one of a few things you're going to get. And I did get a little joint soreness, like my elbows and my knees, and I got a headache because my jaw was sort of hurting. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, mm-hmm. and that was about it. But when once I was sleeping, obviously I was fine. But I meant I was out. My wife's like, "You didn't stir once," because I I tossed <laughs> and turned, you know. Yeah. And I was like, "Nope." So I slept from like, you know, five in the afternoon, eight thirty. <laughs> was up about twenty minutes. Slept the rest of the night, <laughs> six thirty in the morning. Damn. Felt fine. So I feel fine all day. Like I felt great at work. I feel fine now, but just in case, I got a busy weekend, so I'm just like, I just have me stay hydrated. I've been taking some vitamin D, a lot of vitamin D mm-hmm. whenever I can, and I'm having some Gatorade, Fred, like a good boy. There you go. Get them electrolytes. Yeah, because uh, we're going up to New Hammy, Fred. New Hammy, 4th right. of July week. I'll be gone all week. And, uh, you know, I know, I know what that means about the fate of next week's show. Uh I yeah, will we'll be bringing my la- bring my laptop. I always, uh, you know, sneak off to the that basement, the cabin basement. <laughs> Hopefully, it goes a lot better than last. <laughs> was that last year? No, that was February. February, yeah, yeah. That was where I was like deathly ill and couldn't <laughs> like breathe, and 
I was trying to down like what Cokes and coffee and then my headset didn't work and I had to go out the Walmart in town. Right. There you go. That was, that was all in February. Right. I got the headset that I'm wearing now so we could do it the next day. What a nightmare. We got it done though. Yeah. Like a rube. We got like it done. Rube. You got it done. Like you showed up and you rocked it, but like. <laughs> you know, it was like a rube in one of those movies, like some rom-com. I'm like, I have to go in the t- town, get my headphones. I'd take the ferry in the town. Do you remember that? I was like, you shouldn't have had to do that. But you, yeah. I, I see why you did it. Like, I, I have them now. Still use yeah, them. They, I'm using them right now. So there you go. Um, but yeah, this whole week, I was talking about a little bit before we started, Fred, but this whole week leading up. Uh, has been one thing, one as we've as I've said on this show before, bumps in the road, mm-hmm. Fred, and uh, but unfortunately these bumps have been multiplying, like as <laughs> since last Monday, like it's just like really all this this week. So again, my shot happened, uh, which we knew was happening, but we've been so busy we forgot about like the potential consequences of what could happen. You know, it's like with, yeah. like every day is playing this weekend that we didn't even consider like, oh, what if I get like knocked on my ass for three days? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but luckily it didn't. Luckily, uh, you know, it only knocked me on my no, ass for you like seem e- fine. an evening. So that was good. Like a shark. You keep swimming. Uh-huh. And, um, but uh, so her dad, my wife's dad dropped off uh my mother-in-law his wife in maine on sunday right fred for a knitting retreat did you know in the world we live in oh. in this world there are knitting retreats you know you're aware of this <laughs> um i feel like to a certain extent i knew those existed but uh it, until uh, you brought it up i i would say i've never given it any thought <laughs> Yeah, she's uh, she's been to a few, a few, and she pays a lot of money, saves up. They pay a lot of money, and they go to a really swanky, secluded place. Her, <laughs> and it's always a bunch of other rich women. Not that she's rich, but the company she she keeps in these knitting resorts seem to be really well off. Uh, again, <laughs> she saves for a long time, and then she she splurges. Um, there you go. And they knit all week and talk and have yeah. like you know lobster brunches on the beach and shit. There you it's go, ridiculous. Did you like, hear about Virginia's granddaughter? Yeah, yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you doing all week? He's knitting, sitting around knitting, watching birds. I don't know what they're doing. Watching but, um, birds, exotic birds. I don't know what they're doing. Right. Uh, so this year, uh, her it's in Maine. This one. And mm. it's at a light. It's at a lighthouse. So you gotta take a ferry to a lighthouse, <laughs> and then they're just at this swanky retreat, uh, you know, all week. Um, but what happened was the father on the drive home started having problems breathing. Uh, and he's huh. an older guy. Obviously, he's right. a bigger dude. He's also he he he's also a uh, uh, does whatever he wants and doesn't listen to people. So, uh, yeah, most older gentlemen in this uh, yes. country uh, tend to be that well, way. He's also, I, I found this out, right? Well, I didn't find out, but I find this as I go along is he's also an only child, right? And his mother is still alive. 
So Mim, as we call her, is like 98 years old. And she's still like running around, like, you know, gardening and shit. And you go over there and she's real mean, passive aggressively mean to all the women in the family. She hates women, likes all the guys. Uh, and, <laughs> and she hates, hates, uh, the, the mother hates Re- Rebecca's mother, you know? Okay. Mm, you know, took, took her little Dougie away from her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've heard her call him Dougie before. And, nice. <laughs> um, I have said to myself, she is not going to die until he goes. She is. <laughs> never right gonna give like him a moment of peace yeah, like her <laughs> yeah yes. exactly her so, her soul will not allow it no so uh family things are real fun and they all live in the same house and so the, the oh, mother fantastic. and her are always fighting and it's crazy anyways so because he's an only child and i've realized he's he is very entitled to you know does whatever he wants you know even as an old man does whatever he wants so he doesn't listen to health things or nothing needs what he wants and so he's driving home and he, he can't breathe feels like he's going to pass out on the road so i tell him uh look for the next exit and go to a hospital and he's, yes, and he's like well i got like a good idea and my wife's on the phone and he's like well i'm not doing that i got two tools in my truck and she's like i don't give a fuck about your tools he's like well i'm gonna come home and then he comes all the way home four hours, and the next day he go calls an ambulance, and he he's in the hospital right now, right? Oh boy, doing, doing tests and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so now his wife is at a lighthouse in Maine, not enjoying her her week, right? Because her well, because her husband's in the hospital. Yes. So she made all this money for this sheet. She's stuck up there, and here's the problem, Fred. Uh, she can't get home. Correct. She's supposed to come home tomorrow. Can't get home. So guess who has to go get her? Oh, you lucky dog. You know, the same the same day I'm supposed to be driving to New Hampshire. Uh, so luckily, one of the other old ladies is going to drive her halfway down from Maine into New Hampshire. So it will only be like a two-hour drive for me there and two hours back to... uh pick her up you know not counting wow. the, the almost three hour trip to my cabin so basically uh i'm gonna get up tomorrow morning another reason why i'm not drinking fred <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's early. a pretty good reason so i gotta get burly and i gotta uh me and my daughter are gonna go for breakfast she wants to go out to breakfast we'll do that uh and then i will uh leave for my two hour journey to uh, retrieve somebody uh, and then drive all the way home two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then basically I made the decision, I am not getting back in that goddamn car. So <laughs> me I and my ever, son are going are gonna to stay home Friday. And, the, and all the girls are going to go separate cars. They're, you know, my daughter and her two friends are going and my wife and stuff. So they're going to drive up Friday night. And me and the boy are going to – Gonna have a guy's night Friday at home, and we will leave Friday morning for the for the cabin. Mm, okay. So you know, on top of all that stress, it's like, you know, it's like the shot thing, and then 
my wife's hiring me about laundry and getting my clothes done. Are you packed? You're not packed yet. You're not helping me pack. You know, it's just a whole week. Yeah. So there you go. Ball of stress. But you said but, it was stressful. <laughs> so stressful. I said to my wife last. I said to my wife last night. I said, "Don't, don't mention my clothes again." <laughs> I'm just, I'm just telling. Like every night, she's like, "Did you get your laundry done?" And I'm like, "What do you care?" I'm always packed before we're supposed to go. Yeah, but you got the shot. You know, you're not going to feel well. You won't be able to do it. I go, laundry's done. It's all folded. And next night, same thing. Next night. And then last night, she's like, she's like, ah. Uh. So again, just, you know, if you got your, I said, don't do it. Do not mention my clothes. Don't worry about my clothes. <laughs> They're good. I'm good. I said, if you need help with something, or need help with, let me know. But when it comes to my stuff, no worries. Don't worry. <laughs> I couldn't take it anymore. Don't make You're like, I'm good. I'm, uh, I'll am i be ready when it's time to leave. You watch. That's right. But on a positive note, Fred. Uh-huh. Um, I just bought Billions Road. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were just All talking right. about that. For the record, Trees did not buy the Steam version, which apparently is the most popular version that sells. He bought a... Uh, you, you bought an actual, like, cart version on Switch, didn't you? Switch. I did. Yeah. Which to me is more valuable. Mm. I love actually because it's a tangible product. There's no denying it's more valuable. I love it. So I love it. I watched a a thing today. Yeah. Uh, so I follow a YouTube uh, channel called Beat 'Em Ups. Oh yeah, I know them. And, yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 a kid with long hair. Yeah. Accent. Yeah, say them. It's not them. It's just. One dude. I know but, the um, channel. Sorry, I, is what I meant. I guess by that. his. Yeah. I guess his his girlfriend. But he does all Nintendo Switch stuff, and um, he did a he did a thing the other day called his like the real Nintendo Direct, <laughs> which was kind of funny. <laughs> and he's like, you know, that Nintendo Direct wasn't that good. Let's be honest. <laughs> so he's like, here's my own Nintendo Direct, and he listed in half an hour. He did from now until, um. 2022, mm-hmm. he listed 117 physical Switch games that are coming out <laughs> in a half an hour. It was there glorious. You there you go. <laughs> you know, he's funny because it was a little controversy with him because he is one of the biggest Switch, like, you know, like uh, champions. You know what I mean? Like, that's what his whole channel like is. He's a, oh, right. He's a big advocate for it. But advocate is the word I, I should. Yeah. No, you're good. But, but like, yeah, like like last year, like Nintendo dropped him as yep. like uh, from the associates program or whatever it's called. He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Still does it. But, um, you know, he was very upset about it. Very confused by it. Yeah. Nintendo, Nintendo can't have you getting too big for your britches. Next thing you want a job there. Mm-hmm. Johnny Vignaki doesn't stand for that shit. If you like Switch games, uh, go check out Beat 'em Ups and watch that. Watch Elisa Under 17 physical. Because you know I'm all about the physical games. Right? Oh, I know you are. Yeah. I'm uh, not, but you are. He ran through them and uh, well, I've seen a lot of gems actually, in there. That this I, is a bad week to, to for me to claim that I'm not into physical, physical games after what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, 
there was one on the horizon for, that he mentioned real quickly. Yeah. Uh, that was called, get this, <laughs> Bear and Breakfast. Oh, Beer and Breakfast or Bear? Bear. B-E-A-R. No, that's bear. a better game. Yeah. Beer, bear and, breakfast and Breakfast just means you're an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, no. And you play a, a bear that runs a bed and breakfast. <laughs> oh, I heard of this. I actually wanted Genius. to play the shit out of this game. Genius. Yeah. Coming to the Switch. It's a self-proclaimed laid-back management adventure game. How mm-hmm. much better can this sound? It Do can't. you know what its website is, Trees? No. I You Bear just remember this stuff because it's so genius. Bear.game. There you go. So easy. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. These shots are fantastic. I'm, I'm un- ironically talking about this i love it oh my god so anyways i would you know we went off on a lot of little tangents there with the sega stuff but it doesn't matter what about how's your week been going uh week's been okay i am uh on call but like not that big of a deal i i knew this was going to be one of my my holidays so um, being on call on the holidays is a little different because no one wants to fucking poke the bear, right? Because mm-hmm. if, if I have to call somebody who's a big dog who's probably on vacation or something, you know, they just don't want to jack with it. So usually things are a little... Also, people are less cavalier about fucking things up. So things are a little looser. Um, I've been playing a lot of games, but I've been feeling kind of... And, and you know what? This, this extends... This is something we talked about before we started the show, but I think I should mention it here. This extends to like side projects as well. Summer hit and I just haven't been feeling up to side projects. So like my desire to like make YouTube videos, which I wasn't going to do much anyway, gone. I have aspirations to make more retroactive episodes and I will. But like my urge to do it right now just got up and went. Like it's just, it's just, I'm, I'm still active. I'm eating well. I'm working out three to five times a week, you know, all that stuff. And, and so I'm, I'm leading a good life and I'm productive at work and all that. But my urge to do anything other than sit on my ass and watch stuff or play stuff or read stuff when I get free time is just like, I just don't have any desire to do anything but those things. And because mm-hmm. all my projects, including this one, are ones I do out of my own choice, you know, like right. if I don't feel like doing it, I'm not going to do it. So that's why I haven't done it. Like people want some prolific reason, like, you know, like my dog died or like my house burned down, but no, I just haven't been feeling it, dog. Like I'm ready to do that next episode It's done. Like I've played the game. I'm ready to do it. I just, just haven't feel, been feeling it. I don't know. And I, 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 I know that sucks for some people who are waiting for something. Um, but, uh, I guess it also means like, you know what? You'll probably go through this too. And in all reality, I don't think anyone cares. But like, um, I did do one thing that was pretty uh, uh, adamant. So um, we went and saw, uh, so we went and saw a movie and then um, I did grab my daughter. So remember I told you we've got that TV that was coming for my daughter Mm -hmm. that I kept watching on back order and stuff like that. Well, they pushed it again to like late July. And I was like, this fucking, this fucking TV is not going to show up. 
So I called mm. them up and I was like inquiring on whether or not I could cancel the order because they didn't have a cancel button on the website, but I never noticed it because it's a furniture store. They just want you to talk to someone in, you know, live instead of like just canceling something on a website because undoing furniture is a pain in the ass. You know what I mean? So while it's a TV, they don't really care much about the TV. You know, that's easy to resell, especially in today's market. Um, it still adheres to that. So I called him and as I'm talking to the guy, like he is, he's asked me at least three times in that call if I want to cancel this order. Like, like I get the impression, like they, they would be interested in, in, in me wanting to cancel the order. So I did some looking and remember I've got a, a pretty limited price range, you know, like your, your TCL six series is probably my recommendation for people who want like the sub thousand dollar budget, but want like a good solid 4k TV. Um, I'm in the like $400 range, right? The under $500 range. And I did find one, uh, which was uh, the Hisense U6G. And what's interesting is Hisense has been a so-so TV manufacturer. And the reason why is they do a lot of shit models, but then every now and again, one is real solid. And the U6Gs are solid. And they do a 50, a 55, and a 65. And um, it was on sale on, at Best Buy for four fifty. Little more than I wanted to spend, but I was willing to take the hit for my daughter, you know. Hmm. Um, and let's face it, trees. If I wanted to get any TVs now, four fifty's a fucking steal because they're just skyrocketing in price and going out of stock and everything. This was available at Best Buy to just walk in the door, buy it, and leave. So I told my daughter, I was like, let's just go get this. Uh, I, I use artings.com. They are hands down the, uh, the website I use to look up any TV. They right. look at just about anything you want. They will literally show you what it looks like when you hook a PS5 or an Xbox One, uh, sorry, Xbox Series X up and see what compatibility options it has and features and all this stuff. They are really good. And so they gave it really high remarks for its price point, right? It's not going to be as bright and vibrant as your TCL, and it's not going to be like an OLED or anything. But they said for the, especially for the money, but just in general, like it's a extremely competitive television, has really good contrast, things like that. Does HDR, does Dolby Vision, so that's cool. Does not do the variable frame rate like yours, um, and it could be brighter. It's nowhere near as bright as yours, um, but it does pretty good. So I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's pull the trigger on it. So I went and bought the TV, um, and it was uh, it was hilarious, Trees. Actually, you know me. I got a bitch about Best Buy a little bit. So I walk into Best Buy, and I've never understood this. I, I don't know if this is just me, but I bet you're going to say it is just me. <laughs> <laughs> but I walk in there with my daughter, and we are, uh, when we walk in, like, Best Buy's got a greeter, right? They're still all w- hoping you'll wear masks and stuff like that. Like, they, it's one of those things, and I'm sorry if, if people feel this way, but, like, major companies have to acknowledge that with people being vaccinated, you're kind of at this point, especially if there's no mandate by the state anymore, like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Your employees can wear masks. That's fine. Like, I don't think anyone should feel unsafe at work at all. But I think the idea that your customers should wear masks in something where you have no legal precedence to do it. I mean, you do because it's your it's your business. But like, I don't know. I, I'm just like, it's just funny how like they're trying to get people like they're trying to fight people to wear masks mm-hmm. and discouraging them from shopping there. I just, I, I, I think Best Buy needs all the help it can get. Anyway, 
So I walk in there. The guy asks what I'm doing. I was like, I'm buying this TV. And he goes, do you know what TV it is? And I said, yeah. And he goes, okay, if it's a 50 inch, it'll be right over here on this aisle. This is where we kind of stack up the 50 inches. So I walk over there and I see it goes from like 24 to 43 or 47 inch. And then it stops. And then we went to the next aisle over and it starts at 55 inches and goes higher. And I was like, okay, the 50 inches must like hide out because either the few and far between or they're just those ones that like there's just no good way to stack them up because they're in the middle size or maybe who knows maybe they didn't have put them out on the shelf or anything but while i'm doing that like there was this ratty guy who i could have sworn had a lit (laughs) cigarette in his mouth who was walking around with a ponytail and he was scratching his balls like there was no end to first of all like like that's a normal thing to do in the middle of a best buy and also like i i kept my telling my daughter like don't Cause she's like, what's he doing dad? And I was like, just anyway. Um, and two best buy guys push past my daughter and me to ask this guy if he needs anything. Mm. And he proceeds to, I thought this was worth it though. This is karma. He proceeds to take this one guy who asked him the first guy who asked him fucking ponytail guy, you know, thinks he's hip. Um, he proceeds to walk him through the entire fucking store, wasting his time. And that dude walked out of there with a stick of gum. Um, but uh, but eventually, I had to go up to somebody because all these Best Buy employees are just walking around. And they're asking everyone else if they need something, but not, not me and my daughter. I thought for sure mm-hmm. with the daughter there. And the fact that we're walking up and down the rows looking, not at the TVs on display, but the actual boxed TVs. Like it was a different area um, yeah. that somebody would ask me. But no one did. So I walk up to the the guy who's sitting behind the counter. And you know, he's probably the laziest of the group because he's standing behind the counter, not even asking people if he can help them, you know? And I was like, excuse me, sir. I'm looking for a TV. And he goes, okay, don't you see it here? And I said, uh, no, I don't. That's why I'm asking about it. And he goes, oh, okay, what is it? He goes, I bet you don't know the model number, do you? And I said, yes, I do. And I, I tell him and he looks it up and he goes, I don't know if we care. Oh, yeah, it says we have them in stock. Like he was like upset very visually upset that they had it in stock and he looks at me and he goes yeah we have it and i said okay um he goes you want me to go get it for you see this is this is the the rojas interaction i'm talking about Mm -hmm. it's weird it's it's like yeah you you affect people's minds or something and they speak to you in a, a different way that no other human being gets spoken to it. It was really funny, too, because he was like, you want me to go get it for you? Like, like he he was trying to figure out why I hadn't walked away when he said it was in stock. I I need to come out to Kansas. Yeah, I and guess. Shop, shop for like a week yeah. and see if I get treated like this. I bet you don't. Because, I bet you don't. Yeah. It was if really funny, though. It was really funny because I I did I wasn't even rude to the guy. I was just like, oh yeah, could you? And he goes, yeah, I guess. And he leaves. And Autumn looks at me and she goes, he seemed upset when this TV was available. Why would he be upset if the TV's available? And why did he ask you if he should go get it? Like, he doesn't he know you want it? And I said, I don't know, honey. And she goes, interesting. And she didn't say anything. She just kind of was like. Very confused. So the guy brings out the TV and he rings it up and I pay. And that was actually a really smooth transaction. And then I was like, all right, can I, and I should point out this guy was uh, 
probably in his early 30s, if I were to guess, and he was mm-hmm. rail thin. This guy was probably a this guy was probably five nine, five eight, probably a hundred and thirty eight, hundred and forty five pounds soaking wet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but he was lifting the TV, no problem. I think I looked; the weight's like twenty eight pounds or something. It's not heavy. Um, and I just assumed since I, you know, I'm in the back of the store, but I bought it and he gave me a receipt. So I just assumed I could just pick it up and I bet I could, I bet there's a different version of this story where they allow that. Mm -hmm. But I walk around to the TV once I get my receipt and I go to pick it up. He goes, Whoa, what are you doing? I said, I I was going to take the TV out of here. And he was like, Oh no, you can't do that. And I said, oh, what do you mean? Like, I, I, I seriously, like, I, I was I was trying to figure out, like, at this point, I'm kind of pissed, right? I've bought the TV. It's mine. I have a receipt. Why are you making this harder? You seem to, like, want to do anything to get me away from you. So, like, why are we having this now? And he goes, no, 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 it's really heavy. Uh, we can't take the liability if a customer like you were to injure himself trying to lift it. So I'm going to put it in a cart and meet you out in front. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, okay, okay. So I did have to go pick up a copy of Metro Exodus, which went on clearance for like eight ninety nine or something. And uh, apparently the ray tracing patch on Series X is gorgeous. <laughs> so I was like, nine bucks, I'll find out. And I had a $5 reward certificate. So I had pre-bought it a while ago and had it delivered to the store. So I went and picked that up. And I go outside and the guy was actually out there. Like, I'll give him credit. He like hopped to it. <laughs> and he put it in a cart. And I was like, I, so I go to lift it off the cart. And he goes, whoa, what are you doing? And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, I told you this is heavy. And I said, okay. And he goes, you need to roll the cart out to your car and put it in your car. And then you bring the cart back. I said, oh, okay. And it was hilarious because when I finally got to the car and went to go put it in mm-hmm. the car. Not that heavy. Yeah. I lifted it up like like it was nothing. And my Autumn, daughter's like, Autumn helped you on yeah, one end. I was, and- like, Autumn was like, I thought he said it was heavy. And I said, I'm sure yeah. it was to him. <laughs> so anyway... We got it home and set it up, and I will I will literally make a long story short because there's a really long story of me calibrating this thing. Um, of course. And I think I'm overselling it when I say that. I mean just setting up the settings. I think a lot of mm-hmm. people play things right out of the box. And R-Tings, that's another cool thing they've got. I don't mean the true calibration where you set like white balance and all that stuff. Right, right. I'm talking about they just go, here are the best settings you should put into your, just, just drop these into your TV because this is the way the TV looks best. And they're always okay. right. And so I went and set it up and I just, you had to change like uh, dynamic brightness and, and local dimming and stuff like that and change a couple of things around. You had to switch it to game mode and you have to switch it to enhanced. One interesting weird thing about this TV was when I first hooked it up and switched it over to the uh, Xbox, it said this TV supports Dolby Vision for movies, but doesn't support HDR at all. And I was like, okay, I know that's bullshit. And so you had to switch it to what's called like an enhanced HDR mode once it detected an HDR signal from the television or from the the Xbox. So like until you put something in it that has HDR, you can't make that setting. But once I changed that, boom, all the check marks, you know, all the green check marks popped up and says, oh yeah, yeah, no, you support HDR and Dolby Vision, all that stuff. I did play it, and I I was seeing that um, played Tetris Effect connected, um, and my daughter was like, "Wow, that looks cool." Um, 
everything's pretty good. Uh, the colors I didn't love on Roblox, but Roblox is such a weird its own yeah. thing that yeah. you know I just automatically change the settings to turn off auto HDR and this and that. But every other game we've played on it looks great. And uh, where I think this ga- this thing, this TV really blows shit away is it's got like, you know, an Android OS, kind of like the TCL, which is like a Roku OS. But like, right, um, right. when you run like Disney Plus and when you run like Netflix on it with the Dolby Vision and stuff, I mean, it looks incredible once mm. it's like set up properly. But I told, you know, I was talking to Chase about it and I was like, you know, though... If you don't follow those settings guides to our tings and you don't know to be persistent, like I knew uh, at first I didn't have it set up enough, right? I hadn't set some of the settings that I thought I had to. And it's really weird because like you don't know about some of those settings. And if you don't know what you're looking for, you can like accidentally make something look terrible. You know what I mean? Like, and if you don't know enough to say that's not right. And I know this TV, like I knew the TV, it wasn't the TV, because when I would switch over to like Disney Plus and play WandaVision, it looked incredible. I'm like, so, okay, this TV's capable of this. And I know the Xbox is capable of this. Something in my settings on either or both is what's fucking this up. Mm. And so once I got it set up, it looks great. It, my daughter's enjoying it thoroughly. And it's a great addition, you know, an upgrade uh, to the 720p burn-in TV that's almost 20 years old that, you know... Uh, not 20. I bought it in 2007. So whenever that was, but anyway, the point is, is that, yeah, like it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a nice TV. Um, and so I'm, I'm glad I got to get that and get that all set up. Um, and then, uh, so my daughter's uh, loving it. She's just blown away by it. She can see the higher frame rates in a lot of the games from the series X, but she's also, she doesn't know it's called HDR or anything, but she just goes, all the games just look better, smoother, and and they run better. And right. she is blown away by the increased load or by the decreased load times. Not so much with Roblox, but with other games like uh, the speed at which like Master Chief Collection loads, and especially Minecraft. Like I don't know if you've played Minecraft on the Xbox One, but the original Xbox One. It takes like five minutes and it looks like the thing's ready to crash at any moment while you're trying to load into it. And then it can be like hiccupy while you're playing. Not often, but from time to time. On the Series X, man, it launches in like 10 seconds and it's a smooth switch all the way. Um, So, And it's in HDR, so she's like, the colors just look a little better and this and that. Like she can see it's different. She just can't really describe what's different. Um, So... But yeah, it was a, it was a good addition. So we're happy about that. Um, and then uh, the last thing I did was trees. I went and saw Fast and the Furious Nine. I took a, a PTO day sure. on Monday to go oh. see Fast and the Furious Nine. How'd that How'd that go? Was it uh, Was it all about family? It was, was it? yes. Right. I said this is the sequel to Final or to Final Fantasy to Fast and the Furious yeah. Three. I've been waiting for. It is fantastic. It, uh, John Cena surprisingly has far fewer lines than I expected, but the ones he does, he delivers in stride. Um, <laughs> and it's just it's it, it is just very well done. I also have to say that um, you know my list of like five girls I can like cheat on my wife with that like we, right. we talk about. I have to update that list hands down. Okay. Um, 
I'm trying to think. Uh, the the first girl. Hold on. Let me get the. Uh, I don't know the second girl. The first one is Michelle Rodriguez. The hard part yeah. about her, I've always found her incredibly attractive, but she, as she's like, just continued to just. First of all, she's an avid gamer. I've always found her beautiful. But I don't think she bats for our team. So right. she would despise me as a lover. Right. But yes. But uh, in a different world, this is fantastical. The idea that she would even talk to me is is a joke. But mm-hmm. in a different world, she's one of them. But the up-and-comer, and I saw her in other stuff, is uh, Nathalie Emmanuel. She was first mm-hmm. in Game of Thrones, but she plays mm-hmm. um, Ramsey. Yeah. That woman is absolutely fucking stunning. And the hairdos and the outfits they put her in, she's got this awesome, like, double braided look in half the movie. And she's, they go, they lean very British because they're, like, in Europe for a large portion of this. And they just lean into it with the fucking Lennon sunglasses and stuff. God, she is just so beautiful. And then at the very end, she just lets the hair go, and she's got that awesome, frizzy, like, curly hair that just froze out, and it's just... Mm -hmm. mm. She was in one of the other Fast and Furious, right? Seven? She was Ramsey in seven, eight, and nine. Yeah. Yeah. So, and she's really techie in that. Like, she's a super hacker, which is even hotter so it's like English accent, plus she's hot, plus I love her like hair mm-hmm. and style they put her in. And she plays this like super intelligent, super hacker chick who, like I said, whether it be reality or mm-hmm. not, would never give me yeah. the time of day. But no. my God, is she... Yeah, the one, oh. the one I remember her in, she was wearing a thong. She was like in a bikini. There's the one where they jump jumping Lamborghinis from like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's seven... I yeah, forgot seven, that yeah. she's in a bikini in that, but maybe well, she was. Not the whole movie, but there's a part where they're like, yo, it might have been when they were in Abu Dhabi. Is that where they were yeah. jumping guys from? But it was something where they're like relaxing they were and they were on Dhabi, the beach. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. you know, some rich party on the beach. And I think she walks away and she's wearing like a thong bikini. And you're like, okay. There you go. Yeah. Well, she's she also in Game right. of Thrones. So, I mean, yeah, everybody everybody has shown everything off in that. I don't recall, because I'm not a creep, if she's naked or not. Mm-hmm. But if I were a gambling man, I would say she probably gets naked at some point in time in that show. And mm-hmm. the one thing I will give it is that I feel like people aren't really like sexually turned on when they see people naked in Game of Thrones. I'm sure some people are, but the general public... Right. You know, like yeah. it's just so commonplace there that you're like, that's just how shit was. <laughs> well, it's why I can't common, remember, right? <laughs> commonplace. It's it's like a it's usually something fucked up at the same time, brother and sister. There, there's something right, there's someone getting their head cut off or it's a witch with a it's like it's horrible stuff going on. But Mixed she was pure the, in Game of Thrones. She loved a eunuch. She did. Yeah. Yeah, and they were one of the best couples in those late seasons. They were one of the few reasons you watched that show. Mm-hmm. And she was drop dead gorgeous there. It was like, yeah, it's like Daenerys who? Like, no, <laughs> you're looking the wrong direction, guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, I digress. But yeah, that movie was big, dumb fun. Um, before we went to see the movie, uh, we went to, there's a place called Old Chicago um, right by the theater. And, um, uh, we all went there and, uh, mm-hmm. had a couple beers before the movie. Cause you know, you don't have to get your buzz on 
But it's no. a, if you're taking the day off and it's a Monday and you're going to go see the movie, no harm, no foul. We went and we got, yeah, we got some dinner. Um, cause we went and saw the movie at six. Um, so yes, I took a PTO day to see a movie that I could have easily seen if I had gone to work. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, um, man. you do what you do. But yeah. Uh, so took the PTO day and, uh, and uh, we went to, yeah, we went there and we, uh, because we were a little earlier and we sat in the bar area because there's like booths in the bar area. So we like to do that because you don't want the early, you know, mm. the, the lunch closer taking care of you. And uh, the cocktailers in the bar area are always better. Um, and the guy, uh, they, we have guy cocktailers, which is kind of rare in Kansas. And I always like when you see a mix of girl and guy cocktailers, cause that means you just have to be good at serving. They don't really give a shit who you are, or what you look like, which I think is how it should be. And our guy, Sean, he was great. He actually was fantastic. So, um, but we had some good eats, uh, beforehand they had a, they have a special happy hour deal. I got me a pub pizza trees and mm-hmm. uh and and five bone and wings so think of it as like a not even like an individual almost like a kid pizza and it was like like four bucks or something and you got two toppings on it and then i got um five of their like turbo spicy bone and wings for like five bucks or something so and beers were like three bucks or something so we had a good time we let autumn go buck wild too she had two sprites Slow down. So she was fucking bouncing off the walls like a. Oh my god! And then She's we slamming, it, well, and slamming then, down her glass. Yeah, and then we get to the theater. We get to the theater. My wife's like, "Do you want anything?" And I said, "Nah, I bought a bottled water just for us to share while we were in there." But she bought the kid the fucking candy, and I was like, "Are you serious?" Like, Autumn loved the movie. <laughs> I don't know if she was on a yeah. sugar high or what, but maybe you know. But yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. Uh, that was that was a good time. That was a good time. So if you like it, big dumb popcorn flicks, uh, this will not disappoint at all. Um, so mm. yeah, it's funny. It's like yeah, I, I didn't mention it, but yeah, I got I got pretty lit last Saturday. We had a neighborhood barbecue <laughs> yeah. party, graduation party. So it was like the classic walkover, <laughs> and just like standing around with neighbors with a DJ, and yeah, I I I stood around with two other neighborhood dads and we just like drank in a circle <laughs> classic it was a yeah. pretty big party it, it went pretty late but yeah at one point the three of us were standing around just hammered just like one oh one one and oh one drinking shit bear out of some cooler keep it going yeah i'm like what's in this lime fuck it whatever Who puts it's lime a, in a it's bear the group, it's the group cooler <laughs> oh my god um no, it's funny you mentioned um, John Cena. Um, yeah. My son, I've heard a lot of John Cena's voice this week because <laughs> oh. they put Ferdinand on uh, oh. Disney Plus, <laughs> yes, the bowl movie did. that he did, the bowl cartoon that oh, like, yeah. really my daughter didn't make a splash. The, we saw that in the theaters when it came out. Uh, you know, I know it wasn't big for some people. But yeah, it wasn't big, yeah, but it was. it's pretty it's good. good. But, my um, cousin grew up on Ferdinand. She loved it, so we went with her, like my adult cousin, yeah. and then we brought yeah. Autumn to it, and Autumn was just blown away by it. But how old is that? That's not that old, right? Oh, the book? The movie or oh, the book? Oh, it's a book. They have no, no sorry, idea it started what as what. a book. So oh, when okay. my when cousin, cousin, who's like in her 30s now, was growing up, that was like one of her favorite kids' books. Is it, oh, it's a kids' book. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so she took her family and we piggybacked. That was how we saw the movie. But what uh, came of that was 
Autumn was like, that movie's... Like, I have that on Blu-ray. We had to fucking buy that movie. <laughs> like, nice. she was into it. So, and yeah, it wasn't we, on anything, so I wanted to put it on the Plex server for her. So I had to buy it, right? Like, yeah. and, and get it going, so... And now it's on Disney Plus. My son's watched it like five times so far. That movie's so, like five years old. Like, it's been around for a while. Yeah. yeah. It's been around, but I, I, I do remember that was like his... One of John Cena's like... I don't say did debut movies but like it was one of his like main movies starting before out before he and, butt chugged in cock blockers or whatever yes yeah <laughs> Ferdinand yeah so uh he was in Ferdinand and you know what he does not phone it in he's he's giving it his all i'm not kidding either like he's giving some John, some John Cena in that and you know what it he does good he does good he does he's, good yeah he's, he does he's very good, good. yeah so, so I'm speaking Chinese or nothing, but he did all right. <laughs> yes, you're correct. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. But other than that, I've really just been doing a shit load of gaming. And Not me. No? No. No? Well, I've got some new stuff to talk about, but why? Oh. I've been talking a lot. So why don't we, why don't well, we see what you've been up to? Well, first of all. Uh, I uh, got rid of the old uh, Xbox One, mm-hmm. the old one. It's been sitting on the shelf, and uh, I said, "Let me finally take this thing down the GameStop." Okay. Um, along with some used games, I I traded in my my Primal, in oh, my because okay. you know I I pretty much did everything you I was going to do with it, and uh, my Guardians Telltale Guardians, right? Uh huh. Two games which came from the GameStop deals as we do this show. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> full full circle. So uh and Game Builder Garage. Brand oh. new. Going wow. back. Okay. So that didn't hold I your fell attention off quite okay. It did not hold my attention. It was too I said at some point you have to say who are we fooling. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm either gonna keep this thing and just look at quirky little things that other people did. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And that's what this game's going to be to me. Or I'm going to like really try to do something, but I'm like, ain't going to happen. It's never happened before in the past. <laughs> it ain't going to happen now. You know no you, how many... right? You're at the point yeah, where you know you. Yeah. You fool yourself for about a week when you buy it. And then you realize again, like, it ain't happening. So let me just get rid of this thing. Uh, so I brought it all down the GameStop. I was with my son. And so... They're doing the shit where they're like, okay, you know, like you said, they they hook it up and they do all the little diagnostics check on the controller and all that. Mm-hmm. And um, so <laughs> I'm just looking around with my son. And of course, he's he discovered the Minecraft like toys section at GameStop. Because ah, yes, yeah. he is like full on into Minecraft. So we're looking at that stuff, and all of a sudden the kid goes, um, <clears throat> yeah, the disk drive doesn't work on this. And it then it hit me like, fuck, that's right. Like my Xbox One was doing that thing where like you could physically like push the disc almost all the way into the slot and it still wouldn't like take it. Oh, okay. And you would have to fool around with it to get it to like suck in. Cause you know, underneath the hood, there's probably a little screw that you have to adjust, you know, just like on the PS4. And I never got around to like fixing it. Okay. Like I wanted to, cause I know what it is like. 
just from working on other systems, I just know there's a, a sensitivity screw screw whatever somewhere, and you just tweak it a little, you know, like a throttle yeah, on a yeah. weed whacker. <laughs> you fucking, you know, yeah, and actually, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, because that's what I had to do with my PS4 was doing that, and then you know, you may, I was like, fuck, I was like, so I had to play dumb, and I'm like, oh, it doesn't? I'm like, oh, I go, I just got my Series X. I go, so I was using this all the way up until like three days ago. And I said it was working. And uh, he, he was pretty fun. He was pretty smart for a GameStop employee <laughs> kid, not saying, not trying to say much. But usually the kids there are more like snarky than they are smart. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And uh, But he goes, well, I go, I mean, when was the last time you like used a disk drive? He goes, I mean, uh, what I mean, what games are you trading in here? He's a like, Guardians and Primal. <laughs> he goes, yeah. And I go, yeah, when you, I guess when you put it like that, I said, yeah, I guess I don't really use the disk drive all that much. I go, you know, I got Game Pass and stuff. And he goes, yeah, most people do. You know what I mean? He's like, nowadays you, you hardly use your disk drive. I go, yeah. I go, that's true. And, but he surprised me because he goes, so all I can give you is a hundred bucks for it. <laughs> I'm like, deal. A hundred bucks? He was like, said? yeah, he was like $80 cash or a hundred dollars store credit. And a hundred dollars was what I thought I was gonna get anyways. Yeah, I was Still gonna say credit. that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, all right, <laughs> that's good. Guess so with so. the games, <laughs> with the games, I think I had like a hundred and forty dollars, a hundred thirty dollars. So I ended up um getting some new headset, a new like new headsets, because uh the one I had didn't fit my <clears throat> Series X controller. Cause the one I had was a Turtle Beach, but it didn't just have the um the plug it actually had like a um little control panel that contoured with the bottom of the controller and it snapped in and then you plugged the the headset into that and that little controller controlled like it had separate controls so like chat volume game volume had like a bass booster and you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but because of the slight new contours of the new controller like that thing didn't fit in there and so gotcha. if you just snip, if you just snap the um what's it the AC the A what's the um regular headphone jack the the, oh, um, the 3.5 millimeter yeah whatever that is um <laughs> if i plug that into the bottom of the controller it didn't work okay you know which it works if i plug into my PlayStation controller if i just plug it into the jack it works but for whatever reason it just the the new series x controller wouldn't register that for whatever reason okay so it was old i mean it's pretty fucking old so i'm like i'm like screw it i'll, I'll get some new headsets while i'm there you know some new ones um <clears throat> so they had they had ones that were like i don't know regular 70 bucks but they were like trying to clear them out so they were like 27 dollars or something <laughs> and i'm like yeah that, that's good give me those uh, yeah and, i'll take those and, yeah and because he goes, well, we have the Turtle Beach ones up there. These are, you know, 150. You know, we got 120. He goes, and we got, you know, these ones over here. These are good. If you just, he goes, are you chatting? I said, barely chatting, mostly just at night when my kids are sleeping. You know what I mean? Right. This is he's too, like, yeah, this is to yes. be quiet. Yeah. So he's like, you know, we got these. He goes, they're on clearance right now. We're like clearing them out. So, yeah, I got a pair of those. And they do have the mic in them, which is kind of cool because they kind of like, 
they like fold up inside the headset. So you pull right. it out. They're almost like a, a garden hose that goes inside the fucking, you know, it's like <laughs> zoop. So screw it. Those work great. They work with my PlayStation and, and the Series X. So perfect. Uh, then I made a mistake, Fred. Oh, okay. Here we I go. think I wasted most of that money on a mistake. There was a certain Nintendo game I wanted. Uh, and so I put all the money, most of the money, uh-huh. 60 bucks of it on a Nintendo eShop card because they didn't have okay. the physical copy. And I was like, you know what? My kids aren't going to play this anyways. So I'll just download it. So well, I got the, going... I, I, I got my uh, Mario Golf. Uh-huh. Okay. That's what I thought you were going to say. Okay. Because because I was obsessed with the 3DS one. Mm-hmm. And I've only played a little bit of this. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's just say, I don't know if I'm sold on it. Oh. Yet. Yeah. I'll have more to say on it ne- next week when I actually am on vacation. I, I can sit down and kind of chill out and play it. But, uh, you know, it, it almost feels like there's something missing. Like they didn't do enough of something. You know what I mean? It's like he didn't yeah. quite. You didn't quite make the golfing like golfy enough. Like you didn't sim it enough, but yet the the crazy arcade shit you didn't quite go all the way that direction either. Like there's something off. I can't. There's <laughs> there's some dials off on that game, and I can't. I haven't played enough to figure it out. But yeah, it's like a little hints uh, of this. Yes. Yes, it's almost like it's too easy. Like it's too simple. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. It, yeah, it's almost like they didn't, you know, they didn't, like, I don't know. I'll get back to that, uh, okay. you know. But it's it upsets me that I used the bulk of my store credit. Uh, it went against my own new rule of uh, downloading Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. You know, because I just thought to myself, my daughter doesn't care. And my son, he doesn't even know what golf is. So... And then, of course, as we're leaving the store, uh, he's watching the cinematic for it on the on the GameStop TV, and he's like, "Daddy, can we get that? I want to play that." And I'm like, eh, "No, <laughs> no, you, no, you can't. No, nah, I'm sorry. You when, when you get older, son, <laughs> you can, when you get older, you can play that." Um, so, anyways, that's what's going on with. The, that with my uh, Xbox One is gone, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, wasted most of that money. I do have like twenty four dollars and some change on a GameStop gift card though, which I will be saving for uh, <clears throat> the Switch version of like uh, Lego Builder's Journey when that when that comes out for the Switch. There you go. That because that looks amazing. Um, it looks amazing. <laughs> I, everyone wow. seems to agree so, on that. Wow. That seems a little <laughs> salty. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I having not so, played it myself, who the fuck am I uh-huh. to say anything? But that's yeah. that's true. Um we uh it goes without saying, Fred. Yeah. I'm still playing car mechanic simulator. Uh CMS all day. It's yeah. it's become 
like a strange habit now more than an obsession. It's more like before we play anything else for the night <laughs> that goes on first and we do one job. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We finish <laughs> one job. We we look through one barn. Who's the we? You and your son? <laughs> the audience friend they're with oh. me on a journey all right okay. so <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to undersell that the universal we fred the universal we i'm sorry we're all in this together now you how foolish of me yes i do now you know, i don't not, know why i wasn't my, a team player earlier it's not my fault that you can't comprehend <laughs> that in my imagination my shop has grown so big that i i have a whole crew now that's Such as me, very part of that job. Can't run that by myself. I have three left. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I have an office with four chairs and three computers in it with just me? It makes no yeah, sense. God damn of course, there's other, pe- there's other people there. Um, I'm sure there is. <laughs> because I've, I've hit, you know, now that I've opened the paint shop and everything, you know, I can freely get any car I want and rebuild it to however I want, whenever I want, right? Yeah, you're like, um, you're there. But, like, there's only, like, a few incentives left to, to keep playing that game. One is, so I'm not at the max level. There's um, <clears throat> 50 level points, apparently. I am at, like, 33 or something, 34. Um, so, I, so I can keep grinding to get to that because um, – there's about, I don't know how many, but there's a few more things on the, the skill tree that I, I can't unlock yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though I have like, you know, say I was at level 30, even though I have 20 levels to go, there aren't 20 things to unlock. There's actually a, just a few you. things. Yeah. But in order to unlock, in order to get the next three things, I have to hit um, level 35. And then when I hit level 35, I'll have five points because you get a point for every level. Mm-hmm. It's a very weird leveling system. So, so I see. I'll, hit, I'll hit level 35 to unlock like three things, but I'll have 35 points. You know? Interesting. And so I can get those three things easily. Right. And, yeah. And then the next block of things, maybe there's only two things there, but I can't unlock those until I'm 40. Even though I get a point for every, so you're like, yeah, like it's not this. about the unlocks; it's you're stifled yes. by the level cap. Yes, yeah. So, so even when I hit the top cap of level fifty to unlock the last block, like to hit level fifty, there's only one thing left to get. So even when you max out, um, I'll be level fifty, but there's only like maybe. 30 something skill things. It's very strange the way they do it. So it's like you're going to be left with like skill points left over that you couldn't spend. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, that's an incentive to keep doing that, the, the hit 50 and to get the rest of the things because the last thing you unlock is a thing called like lucky something and it has like a clover. And, and I'm assuming um, that's how you get the real rare cars like in the junkyard or in the barns is once you unlock that thing, it like allows you to find the rare cars. So I'm assuming that's what that does. Right. Because 
I've gone to a lot of barns and shit, and I kind of find mostly all the same sort of like scrub cars with the occasional cool one. So I'm just assuming when you get that like lucky finder or something right. skill point, that's how you get like the real rare shit. So there's that. But I, I got to know, like at mm-hmm. this point, yes, you say the real rare shit, but like what, what are we, what are we really talking about here? Like, well, again, it's, I guess it would be rare shit if you were a card nerd, right? Yeah. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe for me, I'd be like, hey, it's another sports car, you know? Sure. sure. But someone else might be like, oh, my God, it's the Mazda RX-7 or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, the RX-7, and, baby. But you know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean, though. I like, someone point. might yeah. be like, holy shit. Because, again, the, the engines are modeled accurately. So right. if you're like a car buff and you're like, holy shit, like, I get the – look at this engine. You know what I mean? I get the fucking – tear this apart and check it out and so who knows man i could be totally wrong but that no, could be nothing no, no. That's, but, that's a good point um like i said some of the youtube people that i watch get very excited over the cars i bet and, they do you know what i mean yeah and they look at them when they're done and like look at that thing and they're like look at that you, motherfucker. yeah they're just like that thing's beautiful you know what i mean like they they love it man mm-hmm. so there's and that can you blame them <clears throat> There's an end to the story missions for the cars. Like, like I said, you, the 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 work orders you take for the cars is random ones that just randomly generate all the time. That those are like your grinding cars. You know, they grind out your shit. But then there's always one in blue that doesn't have a time limit. It will just sit at the top of your list, and those are story um, cars, start story missions. And uh, like I said, those are kind of funny just because they're re- repeat customers. That keep coming back with different problems. So, mm-hmm. yo, like the kid, the in, like the video game kid who raced. You know, <laughs> this is not. He's back. Yeah, I was going to say, this is not the most, uh, again, like this is something I think that happens in real life too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. They just keep coming back. Yeah. 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 So he, so he's back. He was back tonight and, uh, the sort of mission play any in the original car I've been working on for him all the time that he keeps wrecking. He finally wrecked it. And, uh, it was funny cause it had a tagline. Like, cause when you read the story mission, <laughs> it's like the customer talking to you yeah. in their words, like what's wrong what's with it. Yeah. So you got to fit. And he said something like, uh, yeah, that car got wrecked or something. <laughs> and he's like, you know, all those, all those online haters, <laughs> caught him online haters, wrecked his car or something. It was pretty funny. Yeah, um, it sounds good. So he had a brand, a brand new car he wanted me to take a look at. So and fix it up. So I, do, I was doing that tonight before the show. Um, there you go. Anyways, still playing that. Yeah. So, you know, my, my daughter's watching me play it again this week. And she goes, she goes, you're obsessed with this game. <laughs> and I was like, maybe. And I said, you know, I said, I find it relaxing. And she's sitting on the edge of the couch. I go, watch this. And I go, watch me put this tire on. Like I changed the rim so it was a brand new rim and tire. Uh-huh. And I go, watch me put this tire on. And you hit the button and then you like screw in the screws. And it makes that sound, right? That voot, voot, yeah. voot. And I go, ah. I go, wasn't that nice? Look at that. And I backed up the camera. I go, look at that. Beautiful. I go, and she goes, all right, she goes. I'm going upstairs. She's done. 
uh, talking to you, I go, come on. I go, this is my version of your little stress ball that you're squeezing all the time. <laughs> so different. Yeah, good point. You know what actually. I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. I go, that feels good. That sounds good. I go, listen. Oh, I did it again. I'm like, it, I go, that's the same as you squishing a stress ball or like whatever. And she's like, I'm going to my room. I'm out. They don't appreciate it. Of course. Well, my son will comment now. My come, my son will walk by and go, "That car looks good, Daddy. I don't think you need to fix that one." And I go, oh, "There so, you go. Yeah. So naive. So naive. <laughs> this is money. Thing. There's this no money thing made on this. Be, yeah. Yeah. You know. So. <laughs> so still playing that. Wonderful. Um, and then I played a lot more of Yakuza Like a Dragon this week. Aha. Okay. A couple more. Played a lot more of it. And I can say at this point, one, I'm still enjoying it. That's all I'm going to say. If you think I'm going to say something Good. negative. Um, I assumed you would, but I, I assume that's what you would say. But In in my opinion, yeah. Okay. I've been around a long time. As of now, I think that Ichiban might be the greatest video game character ever made. Oh, really? <laughs> He's so good. He's so good in that just, just his look, <laughs> right? Just his look already is iconic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I will give you that. Like You you could see his that silhouette. Man is so memeable. You could see his silhouette on a versus screen on some fighting game oh, yeah. and know who it is. Especially go, that I'm sorry, that that picture of him um smoking the cigarette. Yeah. There's so well, many good pictures of him. It's not the only one. Yes. But that that one is the one that like I just can't unsee. Yeah. Well the picture of him that cracks me up because they use it in the game a lot. Like they use it as little, his little profile picture, like when he's fighting. Okay. And sometimes it's like him almost looking down at you in a weird way. And he has this crazy like grin on his face. Fantastic. <laughs> it is crazy hair. And you're like, this guy is amazing. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he really is. And he continues to be amazing. And surprisingly, um, weirdly for a video game character, he's, I'm not trying to say he's complicated because he's kind of very simple, but the fact that he's simple and sticks to it, right. Mm -hmm. Is, um, there's something about that where it's like, he's predictable, but even in uncomfortable situations, he just does what you think he would do. So like case in point, I said, like, he's very big on like honor. Right. Sure. And like, that's important to him. No matter what his like statue, uh, no matter what his um, standing in life is, like wherever he is, he still has this same set of rules that he like treats himself with. And, um, you know, so he's like, he's very big on like putting in the work to get what you want. Like sure. he has that attitude that sort of like you lazy piece of shit, like get up, pull yourself up. Let's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like he's very big on that. And there was like, 
he's always like, um, so I told you like the last time we talked, he was like, he went to jail for his boss right? and he gets out later in life and they kind of abandoned him and his boss sort of like betrayed his own clan and joined the enemy clan. And, you know, Ichiban is sort of like trying to figure out what the hell happened. And he ends up on Skid Row. Like he ends up homeless at some point. And so you truly are like working your way up from nothing. Mm-hmm. So they even have you doing jobs like uh, collecting cans and shit. <laughs> right. Like it's crazy. Like you sort of like one of the, your first party member that you ever get really is a homeless guy. And his job class is homeless. <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, cause isn't this like a huge take off of dragon quest? Like that's kind of the joke what is, of like, he's, like a dragon. Yeah, and stuff like that. Well, he's always, um, his favorite video game is dragon quest. Of course. So and that's very no, indicative in J- Japan. Like he references all the time and mm-hmm. he actually has a heart to heart with this homeless guy where he's, he's like, they ask, you know, he's asking what he wanted to be when he grew up. And he said a hero. And they kind of laugh at him. He goes, well, my favorite game was Dragon Quest. And I always thought I wanted to be a hero. And at one point they go, you know what? You be that. Why can't you be a hero in real life? Nice. Be a hero. Yeah. Um, so what happens is during battle, um, that's why you see all those crazy moves like lobsters fall from the sky. Yeah. And like, because when you go on the battle, he gets like um, leather gloves and like this glowing baseball bat yeah and, and that's when that all the, the enemies cover, yeah yes and that's when all the enemies uh like change from street thug to like crazy enemies and stuff because he's envisioning <laughs> dragon quest and attack. Yeah. so that's how they get away with that so it's I like, like that. it's it's pretty clever there's um, a great fan art of him hugging a slime uh that's yes. out there yeah i hope that's in i hope that's in the game so i hope so too <laughs> <laughs> um but you know he's he's homeless with the crazy hair and he has like the red suit on still and it's like <laughs> yeah. dirty, but it's dirty because he's like he's homeless. And um, you know the homeless guy does attacks like he sends pigeons at people or he breathes <laughs> alcohol fire breath at them. <laughs> and you know what? And you know what's funny is like I remember. Uh, oh my god! I just saw the homeless guy. <laughs> he's great. And he's a great character, by the way. I bet he like, is. Like he has a whole yeah. he has a whole backstory that he used to be a nurse, and you know he was stealing the drugs and selling them, and that's why he's homeless and all. You know, really cool shit. You know, like not they, cool, they thread but I'm the saying, needle. They thread the needle yes. on all this, yeah. So as goofy as the game is, but they kind of gave you the the backstory of why it can be goofy. So mm-hmm. like all the goofy pitches they show. You know, they put it in that context of him, everything through a dragon, like an like a video game lens is how he's seeing mm, stuff right. when he fights. So now it's like, okay, so now you can grasp the reality of the game and the craziness of the game. And it's not, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's just not all over the place. And the real life story that's going on, super interesting, man. So it's like I said, he's working his way up and, you know, he gets... He gets the homeless nurse guy and he just gives him this speech at one day. He goes, I'm not collecting canes anymore. Basically, I'm not scrubbing anymore. Like, you, if you guys don't want to be in this because he's living like in a homeless little encampment, you know? Mm-hmm. 
and this is what I mean about like how he views stuff. He's like, I'm not doing it anymore. He's like, if you want to get out of here, we we need to get jobs. He's like, enough of this. He's like, you talk a big game, you got to put in the work. And so he's like, we're going down to the place where you get a job. You know what I mean? And if we have to wait there every day, whatever. And so you go down there and you you actually get a job. Um, <clears throat> you go to a a it's a supposed to be a, a restaurant, but it turns out to be like a little brothel. Mm-hmm. And so they have to clean the rooms upstairs, you know, and the homeless guy's even like, uh, I'm not doing that. And each one's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, don't be such, a, don't be such a pussy. Pick yeah, of course, yeah. yeah, so gross. But he's like, hey, you know what I mean? He's like, you want to go back to doing that? We'll do what we do. And then you know they they end up getting a room together because they helped out this lady. So now they have their own room and they they're happy. And then you know, and it's escalating going up. And there's one place they go to that's like a a more high class type brothel. Mm-hmm. And the owner is like a real jerk. Like he's talking down to the girls he's being mean and the homeless guy and the Evanella partner is like screw this guy this guy's a jerk boom 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 and they all get up to leave we're like we're out of here and Bond's like sitting there he won't get up and they're like yo they're like super let's go let's go and all of a sudden he stands up and he turns to the the owner and he bows and he's just like what do you need me to do boss you know what I mean nice yeah he's just like He's like, I work hard and I'll be, and that's what I mean. It's like, he has a set of principles and it's like, you respect him. Cause he's like, you know, he's, he's following is working. You know what I mean? Like they, oh, yeah. they, they, he's inching ahead and it's, it's exciting because like, you know, because the, it's a game and the way it works, you know, you're going to move your way. You're going to move up as you go. Like you're going to get closer and closer to reaching the higher echelons of like, you know, not only his story, but him getting out from rock bottom. And uh, yeah, it's a good game, but I won't lie. Like for someone like you, because I know how you, the, the, you know, the ratio of watching and playing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like d- you're watching versus watch- Dewey. Yes. You, you're watching a lot uh, and read almost to the point where I'm in chapter four and I'm still like, Hmm. Like, is there going to be a point where they sort of let me go a little free? (laughs) Because in between stuff, I guess you are free to roam around wherever you want. But to me, the the story is so exciting. I'm going right to the next spot. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which I don't know if that's good or bad, but. um, It is what it is. I mean, however you want to play it. I think this. I th- I think it's uh, fantastic. Like, and when I do fight, it's fun. <laughs> like, it's pretty awesome. And um, I'm the only thing I got to figure out. Maybe so. Uh, I got to look into it. But you have two things that go up with experience points. You have your level and you have your rank, and they're independent. So, like, also be like rank up. What's the difference between shoot- like a level and a rank? Yeah, because they show you the stuff that goes up, and it's the same shit that goes up. Except I think rank might level up your job classes and your level might just level up your your stats, but the rank also levels your stats up, but it might also level up your job rank. 
and maybe the level up doesn't so do that. I don't like know. It says character levels are for improving and learning new skills. skills. Jobs in- incidentally have their own rank levels. Oh, so. okay. That's what that's what I thought it was. There you go. But they but both things. And just in case you're wondering, cast. there are tons of leveling guides for like a mm-hmm. dragon. So you've got plenty of resources should you need them. <laughs> Good. And I like it because uh Ichiban, like when you start out, I forget what his job class is. It's like enforcer or something, right? Because mm-hmm. he works for the Yakuza or something. His original name was Snow, and it's actually Informer. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow, that's an old poll that didn't go over so well. Anyway. No, no. It's like the album. I mean, there's some good jumps on there. <laughs> 12 inches of snow. Do you get that joke? It's like his penis is large. Anyway. You get it. You uh, get it. Blizzard out there, and um, but I do like in like chapter three or something. I forget when he when he tells his his buddy that his homeless buddy that he's gonna um that they said you can be a hero. You know what I mean? But but like I like that it goes like Ichiban's class has changed hero, (laughs) and now my my job class is hero. Thought that was cool. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I like that. And you know, I remember when uh. When this came out, I was listening to certain people talk about it. I remember hearing um, that it was a little problematic uh, that homeless was a job class and that, Mm. you know, some of the moves were like, you know, sort of making fun of homeless stuff. And uh, to that, I say... Part uh, of that is a perception thing. It's making fun if you think it's making fun. I guess, yeah. I was going to say, um, I don't know. Don't... I don't know. Maybe they're being a little too. too well, that's what I mean. Like, like it's sensitive. one of those yeah. things where it's like you don't think it's doing that unless somebody plants that seed, right? And then what does that yeah. say about them that they're noticing that? Like, I go back and forth on that stuff. That's that's complicated, but like yeah, I said, I you say- know how you feel though. Like, if you don't feel it's doing that, then you don't feel it's doing that. Simple as that. It doesn't yeah. mean that you're right either way. It just means when, in your opinion, it's not doing that. When people tend to say it's problematic, I always tend to say to who? You mm-hmm. or them? Mm-hmm. They seem fine. Are you <laughs> yeah, to you? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah. I don't know. I remember I remember hearing that and then now playing the game I'm like, this is what this is what you were uh, losing sleep over. This I don't know. Even though, even though the the character that supposedly it was problematic for is is a great character, and you sure. get to know his back backstory, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, I so, think what people need to sit back and say, and I can't answer this question because obviously mm-hmm. I haven't played it. Is well, what it what is the takeaway? What what are how are they portraying this person, mm-hmm. regardless of what titles are? I think I think as a society, especially lately. We're getting a little too wrapped up into titles, and that's because mm-hmm. all you seem to have when you're in a world where people don't see each other very often and they're just on the web mm-hmm. is how people like think of you, right? It's, um, it's, it's, ju- I don't know. It's just a lot of things. Like we've had a lot of changes. I don't know that I particularly think they're good or bad. I just kind of roll with them, but like. Mm-hmm. It can be complicated right now getting an email at work because I get their part of their like profile when I'm reaching out to an employee is what their name is, but then what they want to be called and then 
what pronoun they use. Now, for people who are, I guess I would say, like, I, I'm not against that, but it it just says that, like, you just have a lot more defining characteristics, which are fine, but then... I don't think I'm going to go through the entire employee directory and read everyone's name versus nickname versus pronoun and pass judgment on it. If there's a problem, I would like to think that a person who has the problem does it. And I think what you're kind of coming at it is, well, a person who is truly homeless really doesn't give a shit what a video game says about them. And you know the you know the retort, right? Well, that's only because they're homeless. Well, no, I actually would like to believe that a homeless person who wants to play a video game can find a way to do it. And a homeless person who finds themselves no longer homeless is not going to suddenly care about video games unless they always did. But mm. it is what it is. I don't know. You know, like I said, it's a complicated issue, but I yeah, I think people are a little too interested in fighting battles that aren't theirs to fight. I think is where I would yeah. kind of say this. Yeah, and there, yeah, that's a complicated one too. But that's where I kind of see this particular right. one. Is this is this really a cultural social issue that we need to tackle? And maybe it is. You know, I I admit I'm uninformed, but like, I don't know. At some point, we have to prioritize this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know how to tell you guys this, but at some point, we've got to prioritize what's more important. You can't just stack a huge pile of shit and then expect it all to get taken care of. At some Mm -hmm. point, you got to say, okay, well, where does this sit in the priorities of where we need to adjust society? And we are also completely excusing the fact that this is a Japanese company, and I don't know, Trees, if one thing video games have taught me in my (laughs) nearly 40 years on this earth... It's that, and Square proves this from a completely non-political side. Japanese companies are going to do whatever the fuck they want, and they really, really don't care what anyone else thinks. Nintendo is currently (laughs) Nintendo is currently implementing things that were like thought of and thrown out there in the 360 days, but Nintendo's throwing it out as it's their own idea because they're like, huh? Yeah, sure, Microsoft did it in 2006, but we're Nintendo, and we've decided to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. new to them. <laughs> so. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you know. you're enjoying it. I do. Here's my issue with why I probably won't play this game. Mm-hmm. I've come to the realization that I do not, like, JRPGs very much and I sure as hell don't like um, traditional JRPGs and I do think that as compelling as this story is at its core right it's still a JRPG I guess I don't know I mean it's actually doing a lot you know of things what? differently here's so. what I should do is not pass judgment this is why game pass exists I should yeah. start playing this game whenever I get around to it, mm-hmm. give it a couple of hours and determine where I think, do I like it or not? It, it doesn't even matter what its genre is. Mm. Do I want to continue playing or not? And if I don't, I just walk away, which I've done with multiple games. I will talk about one right, you know, when I get to talking that I did this week and there's nothing wrong with that. Game Pass affords me the ability to take more chances. 
I don't need right. to define myself in guessing whether I'll like it or not. I can just play it and find out. Right. Which is yeah. dope. Definitely. So. All right. Mm. Anything else for you? I think that's it. Okay. That's it. You know? Yeah. I was trying to find the picture of him that they always show, but... uh. I mean, I've been looking at a lot. I won't lie. I've been looking at a lot of pictures of him. <laughs> it's great. He's great, isn't he? Yeah. Just there's no bad pictures of this guy. No. <laughs> he, he might be the He might be my favorite video game character uh, as of right now. I mean, there are lots of things about him that seem to resonate with you is, from what I know of you. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. Um, Trees. Yeah. Let's face it. He's your Asian, you know, Asian's probably the worst <laughs> word. He's your Japanese video game character doppelganger, right? Like he's... Yes, yeah, that is. That's... <laughs> yeah. I think somewhere deep down inside, you don't think you're him, but you're like, yeah. you're like, you know what? I could see myself in some shit like this. Like if I was yeah. in a video game, I could see I myself could in some shit like this. This is some shit I would get down into. Yeah. Well, the... um. The picture of him from, like, the cover, where yes. he's holding the bat, and it's all orange. Mm-hmm. And he's, he sort of has that, that, he's leaning back a little and has that sort of smirk that's, well, his teeth are showing, but yeah. he's sort of smiling. Yeah, I know the smile you're talking that's, about. Yeah. That's that's sort of the, the grin he has, like, in the profile pitches when you're fighting and stuff, too. So you see that crazy smile all the time. And, uh, yeah, and I'm seeing a different picture that's basically that smile, and I'm wondering if that's it. Let me um, see if it's this one. How about this? This might be it. Let me put in the... That might be it. Let me put in the... the... Yeah, see if that works. Yeah, that picture. So he's just, he's just sort of like leaning back and, you know, gritting his teeth. Let's but, see. uh... But okay, yeah, that's that's a variation of it. Yo, yeah. he's sort of just like he's great, man. He's a great character, and I and uh, I and of course, I will, like I said, this is the one that always seems to come up. Although I'm learning it's less popular than I thought it was, but I love oh, yeah. that picture. That that yeah, picture see. right there of him smoking with the cell phone, like <laughs> yeah. that yeah, shit. I mean, <laughs> that shit. That's well, my shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, he's also, uh, you know, he's when he gets out, uh, one of the people he meets gives him a cell phone. So you have a cell phone as like a menu thing, uh-huh. but he doesn't know how to use it. Of course. He's never seen a yeah. cell phone before. Yeah. So it's pretty, so he's, he's always handed it to people like, you know, what is this? Yeah. Don't hand your cell phone off, man. Yeah. So he's like, you know, he handed somebody. He's like, can you dial this for me? Or can you call this person for me? Um, I will say this. Um, I'm pretty invested, even though I don't know how long this game is. I heard it can be pretty long. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very invested in what happens to him. That says a so, lot. It does say a lot. Like he, in four chapters that I've played, which I don't know if that's short, long, I, I don't know. But in four Do you chapters want to alone. Know or no. Um, you can tell me. I don't really doesn't matter to me. I don't get discouraged by stuff like that. So, um, 
Well, and chapters can vary in size. Mm-hmm. Um, there are 15 total chapters. So All right. So but that's not bad. there's so, a breakdown of how long each one is, and I'm not going to get into that. No, I don't. let you I don't, do you. Because yeah. I would imagine they're long also by, like, all the open world shit you can get yourself into, too. Well, that's the other thing, um, right? Like, some people can rock them quick. Right. Some people can rock them long. Well, <coughs> if I know anything about you, most Kuzi people are games, burning through Mass Effect, the first one, in their legendary right. editions, in nine hours. It took me thirty-one. Hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. it just depends on who, what kind of player you are. Well, and in Yakuza games, because I've played enough of them, um, you keep unlocking different things to do as you go along. Um, you know, like like a lot of games like that. You know, yes. Um, like who knows? Before I know it, I could be managing a girl club, in a you know, and doing some other shit. Quicker than and running, think, yeah. yes, and, and running a restaurant, and then I'm running. You know, like Yakuza games do that shit, and it's like you don't have to do that shit, but you can. can. Yeah. So, um, and I like the games nowadays. You can pick and choose whether you want to engage with that or not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but so it's like, uh, yeah, I guess it, it's a very good thing that. Within four chapters, um, they have fleshed this guy out enough where it's yeah. like, yeah. Um, you're in it um, to win it, and you're not even a third of the way through. I'm very interested in this, see what happens to this dude. And I hope that sort of en- the energy he has and, like, keeps up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 you know, and I hope they keep, um, like, the way they've, they've drawn him so far. I hope, I hope they don't do some weird turn on him. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I hope he is who he is through the whole game. Mm-hmm. You know, because they put seeds. Well, like here's what his- I'll say, and I don't know much about it, but I can tell you that the people who play that game straight through mm-hmm. were impressed start to finish and thought it finished strong, which Good. to me says, if nothing else, they're, they're going to stay consistent with that character. Yeah. yeah. See, it's like, I don't like that lame shit, and I don't like it in movies either way he's a terrible person, but then has a change of heart at the end. It's you know what I'm saying? Trope. And now he's, yeah, it's a I trope. hate that. Yeah. The the thing about Ichiban that's good is he, he's obviously was a Yakuza guy. You know what I mean? And he's obviously done stuff that's not great. Um, so he, but yet they give him that thread of honor and that he does have a soft spot. So it's not, it's not a stretch when he does stuff like that. It's not out of the blue. Like it's already, it's already set up that he, he is like that. Like he'll, you know, he'll think things through and if it's right, it's right. But it's not like he's just a total dirt bag. And then he's going to be a good guy at the end. It's like, he's kind of a dirt bag, but he's a, you know, but the reason he was sort of made fun of when he was in the Yakuza game was because he had these soft spots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why he was never like a top guy. The get the main guy had a soft spot for him, but everybody else kind of treated him like he was a joke in the right. beginning. Yeah. You, you got that feeling because he was the way he was. So it's like, you know, they set it up that I just hope he stays the same through the whole thing, you know. But I have talked enough, Fred, about my <laughs> my piddly games that I've I haven't really even, you know, haven't played anything new me? really. But we got lots out know. of this. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. All right. What about you? So, what about you? What about you? Hope you have some follow-ups here. 
I do. I do. Lots, actually. Good, good. So I've been waiting go. to hear, hear yeah. some follow-ups yeah. here. Here we go. Here we go. Uh-huh. All right. So let's just uh, close the book on um, Ratchet and Clank. I was near okay. the end anyway, so I've I've wrapped it up now. And I can confirm a couple of things. First of all, that game is great. Okay. When you beat the game, you get what's called challenge mode, which, just so people know, is New Game Plus... And for those of you who are trophy whores like me, you have to start challenge mode, which, again, it's New Game Plus, but you can skip the cinematics very quickly, and you just need to get to, like, five minutes into the first level and get to the Mrs. Mm -hmm. Urkon store to buy the one weapon. Although, I think since I... I had the Day 1 edition, so I got some unlockable weapons early. I think there's two weapons, and they each cost one bolt <laughs> that you can buy in challenge mode. Once you buy those, you get the you've bought all weapons. But it was kind of jarring at near the end of the game when I bought every weapon available to me and it still didn't unlock. I was like, what the hell? And so I entered that challenge mode to work on a different trophy I needed and uh, unlocked that really quick. So um, got the platinum on it, got everything trees you can pretty much do it in one playthrough other than that one challenge mode where you have to buy the the stuff there is Mm -hmm. one weapon they use and some of the weapons i hear are throwbacks from the original game like the original first game uh which is a great throwback like there's the glove of doom which i don't know it but i apparently that's That's a staple of ratchet and clank and stuff and so they basically have a lot of weapons in this one like a lot even by ratchet and clank standards i want to say it's like 12 or 15 no it's got to be 15 so they're like half new weapons or current weapons and half um, like real classic weapons from the first game. So, but there's one weapon that's a shield, like it's like a force field that deploys in front of you and then it like pushes out a blast. I don't know if it's from the first game. And when you level it up to level five, it can absorb bullets. And there's one oh. trophy where you have to use it to absorb bullets and then bounce them back and kill 10 enemies. But it can't be, they can't be killed by the blast of the shield going away. And it's just a really complicated trophy that uh, is more complicated than it needs to be. And in truth, the way I got it was I had to level the thing up and then turn on unlimited ammo because it uses ammo. It absor- when you absorb a bullet, it uses ammo so quick. You can't do it. Like, you cannot. I, I'm, I'm sure you kind of can, but it, you're just... I was standing next to a Miss Zircon where I was just walking back and forth, refilling my ammo over and over and over again, and I was getting so frustrated. And then you see online, it's such a problem that people are like, okay, here's what you need to do. The best place to do it is here, and you need to turn on unlimited ammo, and you need to have this leveled up, and you need to be at this part in the story, and then you can get it. If you have to be that specific about a trophy in a game where 99% of the trophies just organically unlocked. Mm. That's a problem. Somebody needs to go back and reassess both that weapon and that trophy. Cause that weapon sucks. Sucks. (laughs) I never used it in the main game. It sucks. It needs to be taken care of, but didn't ruin my experience. All in all, Ratchet and Clank. Great. I'm glad I have it. I look forward to playing it again. Like not in the near future, but like it's going to be a staple of my collection. Mm -hmm. Um, so very pleased with that 
Then, uh, Trees, I'll just tell you kind of a quick update on Far Cry Primal. So I'm playing through okay. that. Still enjoying it. Still enjoying it. Um, I'm now rolling thick with, I do not have the ability to tame a saber-tooth tiger yet. So I'm okay. rolling thick with an albino mountain lion. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing okay. They're wreck shot. Yeah, yeah. I also found out why you've never seen the uh, mammoth uh, area that I talked to you about with the rhinos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because that's what's in that Apex Predator edition. Yeah, these okay. are those extra missions, yeah. All right. And there's no achievement or anything associated with them, so fuck those missions. But mm. they give you a shitload of XP. They like level you up like twice when you play yeah. those. And they're yeah. really rudimentary and kind of dumb. The next mission was there was a elder <laughs> mammoth. <laughs> what I like more, Trees, is like hearing you and me come up with the stories as to what happened to these guys. But you play this young juvenile mammoth and you hear the roar of the elder mammoth and he's been captured mm. by humans so grandpa got out of his kennel <laughs> yeah done got captured by humans and so you got to oh just God. roll in their camp and start wrecking shop and then you ready for this it's a fucking terrible escort mission you have to right trigger is to attack but left trigger is to do like the mammoth call and so you do that thing where you like walk five feet and then you mammoth call, mammoth call, and you wait for the AI to kind of figure out to walk over there. And then right. you walk five feet and you mammoth, and it's infinitely respawning enemies. So you're just kind of like killing humans that are doing nominal damage. But you do, of course, grandpa's also got his own life bar and it drains way quicker. And you're just trying to lead this guy out of this camp. If you were having an actual human being or an intelligent AI control this guy, you guys could knock this shit out in like 35 seconds without taking like any damage. But because you've mm. got to wait for the disastrous AI to kind of figure out how to properly navigate an escort mission, it's annoying mm. and slightly boring. Yeah. This and the next my- one is like lead the whole tribe through the wilderness and you've got to keep track of like five of them. And I was like... I don't even want to do this. I just quit out of it. Like, I was just like, fuck this. (laughs) Like, so I don't know if the Apex Predator edition, although it gave me a bunch of extra, like, weapons early. Right. Yeah. Like, and and craftables. And again, it doesn't give me the resources to craft them. It just unlocks the blueprints, so to speak. Right. Which is, in my opinion, now that I'm a little later in the game, a completely unnecessary part of Fire Cry Primal. It's that part where it's like the team, right? This game exists because the team were making a season pass for Far Cry 4 and they got out of control, right? (laughs) This shows examples of that, right? Like no one was fucking watching these people and just going, nah, you don't need to do that. It's fine if I have to get the elements to craft something, but the idea that I have to buy the privilege to unlock the ability to craft it just seems mm-hmm. stupid to me. Um, unlock them naturally either through leveling or through the campaign, which is how they do it in other Far Cries. Don't do it with this arbitrary shit, but I digress. Well, some of the some of the blueprints unlock by doing the mis- character missions, right? Like once you finish sort of Sorry, like let me a... rephrase. All of them do. Right, all of them do, don't they? Yeah, but there are just certain blueprints that you just naturally have on. Well, not all of them do. The ability to buy them does, but then you need to like 
match like a checklist of criteria in order for you to start crafting with them. And that's what I mean. Mm. There's just too many things you got to keep track of. And it like overcomplicates something that shouldn't be that hard. If I have Mm. four goat skins, I should be able to unlock the thing. Right? Simple as that. And I understand gating it till later or when you do those character missions. That part I agree with. That makes sense. That's what you do in the main game. But then there's these weird prerequisites and stuff. I don't know. It's, again, it's just slightly overcomplicated. It's not like I don't understand it. It's just like I look at it and I'm like, I'm not even going to pursue trying to unlock this right now. Like, Hmm. but anyway, um, I, I will tell you right now, I think I'm not going to like Far Cry Predator Primal, sorry, Primal, as much as you, but I am enjoying the game. That's good. So here's where I'm at. I went and got everybody, uh, pretty much. There is the one guy. It's the I. You know, the two people I haven't gotten is your stoner guy. Yeah. Because here's who I unlocked. I unlocked Woga with the one arm who pisses on you. You're piss man to mm-hmm. him now. He's yep. fantastic, and he is probably one of the earliest people people should uh, players should go get because you don't you're not really encouraged necessarily to go get him right away, but he gives you the grappling hook, which is very useful to traversing everything. So that's good. But uh, got him, got the hunter. You know the batshit insane hunter with like one eye kind of fused together and. Yes. And the they, they have you thing. do all those weird scavenger hunt shit while he just sits there and tries not to die, which was fun. <laughs> They're like, put three bodies on the fire. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. So that was enjoyable. Um, and who else did I got? I got the hunters where I went and hunt, tracked the bear and taught them how to track. Mm-hmm. That's right. So the people I've got left are, there's two guys. One guy's mm-hmm. way north east and his area looks like it's in a volcanic area but i haven't actually gone over there so i can't say for sure and his mission to go rescue him says it's very hard so i don't think i'm ready for that yet but who knows and then there's another person who i'm i can only guess is your stoner because i haven't met anybody else that's (laughs) like that um and his is like hard, not very hard, but hard. And usually I'm trying to stick to stuff that says medium right mm-hmm. now for, for my level, right? Because it adjusts to your yep. level. Um, I've done some, you know, I've, I've unlocked a lot of stuff. Uh, I've done some of the fortress battles where you just like fight like a village or whatever. There's mm-hmm. like 25 of them, I think. And I've done like 10. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do all of them. And I think that's my point with Far Cry Primal. I'm enjoying it, and I'm really enjoying the story missions, but I'm just mm-hmm. kind of organically working my way through, and I don't think I really want to do a lot of the side questy shit. It's not that yeah. it's not worth doing. It's just that I recently did a complete, like, hardcore playthrough of 4, and right. I'm about to go do a complete hardcore playthrough of 6 when it comes out. So I just didn't want to kind of spoil it. And to be fair to, like, those that don't want to do this... Far Cry Primal isn't doing anything new. It's just regurgitating the same concept. Mm -hmm. And I'm tolerant of that. But I don't know. Like I said, the way Far Cry Primal is kind of handled, it's just a little less organized than I like. Mm. It's fun. It's doable. I like the missions. Mm -hmm. But um, 
it's not quite organized the way that that I really enjoy. And yeah. you can just see where there is this is literally a game that's 15 hours to one person and it's 100 hours to another. Right. I mean there are so many icons you can interact with on that screen. Yeah. I mean whatever whatever speed bumps there are in the like sort of like management side of things like all that stuff I got used to like I do yeah. with most video games like whatever it is it's like whatever that's how it works. But, uh, the minute-to-minute minute gameplay is a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I mean, would... I did... Er- oh, sorry? I finished everything in the game. Like, I did every shit, point man. Yeah. thing you could. All the watchtowers, all the villages, all the all that shit. So, and I also leveled up everything. Like, my whole skill tree, I did everything Damn you could dog. do. Yeah. No wonder so, you traded it in. <laughs> yeah, so my spears and my arrows and all that shit was at the top. My, my owl... Like mm-hmm. everything I could do, I could do it. And so like, you know, things that said very hard or whatever, were not very hard. You okay. know what I mean? Like, okay. you know, I, I could. So maybe I could just go rescue those guys anyway. And like all Far Cry games, <clears throat> if there was certain boss things, I think only one boss thing uh, gave me a hard time. It was like gotcha. a fire lady, something. She was paying the ass the way they set that up. But, um, <clears throat> There's a fire lady you know, in most Far Cries that's a pain in the ass, yeah. so that's fair. And I remember there was a big guy that you fight in a series of caves, mm-hmm. and he's just sort of like a big brute, and he comes around at you. I think and we I mean, see a I, hint of him uh, in the very yes, beginning of the game. I yeah. think they show him in the beginning. Um, and the way I beat that guy was like, I just kept circling back around him on a cave, and then I'd shoot arrows at him, and he couldn't... like. The time it took him to like climb Catch up on. or whatever, yeah. <laughs> oh, I would just okay. run around that. to get to you. Yeah, I just yeah, I just run around the other way and I'd tag him from that side. And then when he would come at me that way, I, yeah, I mean that's kind of how Far know. Cry's been. Like I said, yeah, remember I did the whole works. I did the whole Far Cry for you. I did the Yetis and everything. So yes, but yes, the I first um, time you fight a Yeti, you're like, there's no fucking way I'm going to be able to take out a bunch of these. And before you know it, you're just blasting through them. Yeah. So so. Uh, but again, continuing to enjoy Far Cry Primal. I will play that game to the end of its campaign stuff. I think I've gotten to... Maybe you can answer this question. I've gotten to the point where I've done most of the missions that are required of the people I've saved, right? Like, they have, mm-hmm. like, eh, usually, like, not many, but there's a lot of villagers. Like, there's probably, Damn like, boy. six people you save. I've saved, like, four or five, and there's, like, six or seven of them. And each one, you know, will give you like two or three missions by mm-hmm. when you build up their hut to level one. Then when yes. you go to level two, I'm guessing I'll get more missions. I'm just not yes. there yet. Yes. Yeah. So and by the and by the time you level up their huts all the way, they all have like a story. Right. And continues. I'm enjoying their stories. Yeah. So they they all sort of conclude by the end there. So um so yeah, Far Cry Primal continuing to play it. Uh, let's see here. Um, where do I go with this? So looking for new experiences, always looking for new experiences and want to just try some stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, first thing I did was Sea of Thieves. I am a a avid Pirates of the Caribbean fan. I liked the ride. I always went on the ride multiple times when I went to Disney as a kid. Then when it came out, I really dug, you know, everything about pirates like not one thing it's not like johnny depp acting like a weird drunk which he probably 
acts like anyway. Um, I liked him beyond Captain Jack Sparrow. I liked the world it created. I liked that colonial English, like, in the Caribbean. Like, two things that don't seem to match, like the pomp and circumstance of England of the olden years mixed with this beautiful tropical paradise. I Mm -hmm. love pirates. I've just always dug pirates, right? And... um, I, I just love those movies. I really do. And I love all of them. Like, I love them a yeah. lot. And my wife fucking hates them, which is even <laughs> better. She hates Davy Jones as a character. I'm not huge on Dave, the Davy Jones stuff, but I can make it work. I really love Kira Knightley in that stuff. And I don't like her in a lot of things other than, like, the jacket and her... Um, well, actually, she does Pride and Prejudice and stuff. She does a lot of stuff for English lit majors who, you know, like mm. me, who really dig that stuff. But anyway, I love Orlando Bloom in that. I think he does great in, in his stuff. But even beyond that, I just really like those movies. So, of course, when they do the crossover with Sea of Thieves, I'm like, okay. And I think you and I have talked about this. But just in case, just to recap, I don't get Sea of Thieves. That right. game I is never, fucking dog shit, and I do I never not tried it. it. I've okay. never even tried it because I never had like a crew at the time to like. Oh no no! Try no. It I tried it. it solo in the beta. I had some people who were like, "Yo, team up with us. This will be great." And we got into it, and we got into a ship. And I said, "What do you want me to do?" And he goes, "Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to man a cannon? Do you want to run the ship, or do you want to repair shit?" And I said, "I don't care. Just tell me to do something." And I think they put me in charge of repairs, which actually was my favorite duty after trying all of them. And we ran around, we did some shit, we picked up some chests, we did some shit, but I'm like, where are we going with all this? And the biggest problem I have with Sea of Thieves is that mission structure and the menus, it's just like, what the fuck do you want me to do? For a game that's supposed to be so evergreen, like for kids and casual gamers and co-op and solo... The way that game lacks markers and makes everything so organic, like yeah. look on the map. Do you see uh, do you see landmarks where you're standing that look like they're somewhere on that map? Go find it. Can you place a waypoint? No. You don't place waypoints on real maps. Actually, dog, I do. There's a Sharpie where I can write shit on a fucking map if I need to in my car. I have a map in my car. Do I need it? No, because I now have GPS. And guess what GPS has? Fucking waypoints. So There are no Sharpies, Fred, in Pirate Times. There are not. There are not. You are right. There is nothing of this. (laughs) Um, So, first and foremost, so I've, I've got about... 10 hours of trying to over the years of trying to like Sea of Thieves and I just don't fucking like it. So I'm like, okay, well, things have changed. It's been updated a bunch of times. It's on the Series mm-hmm. X. It's got this Pirates of the Caribbean campaign and they say it's a straightforward campaign, which most of Pirates doesn't have and lots of people have told me they played it solo. So I'm like, all right, sweet. So I downloaded all 66 gigs of it. Mm. <laughs> And uh, I did that from work, though. I, I, I triggered the download when I came home. Right. It was waiting for me. And I booted up. Still got the screen tearing, still got the slowdown, still got the jankiness, even on the Series X. 
if you're bringing the Series X to its knees, you need to optimize the shit out of that <laughs> fucking game because I have seen Gears 5 running at 60 frames a second, razor smooth and looking gorgeous. And now you pop in this, uh, or, or even like Ratchet and Clank, which, let's face it, the Series X is roughly the same hardware as the PS5. I've seen these gorgeous games, and then you get Sea of Thieves, which looks like an overblown, you know, uh, Fortnite, Mm. and it's struggling to run smoothly. And I'm like, this is not okay. Yeah. But it's fine. I want to play the the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. So on the menu, there is something that appears to be a Pirates of the Caribbean thing. So I'm like, okay, let's do that. (laughs) Click on that. I get dropped with the uh, the voodoo girl, right? The uh, uh, the girl who's yes. got the really thick accent, uh, yeah. who is awesome in that game uh, or in that in that second movie, um, talking about Davy Jones and stuff like that. And uh, I'm like, all right, let's do it. And then she finishes her tale, and she goes like, go out on these adventures. And I'm like, okay. And so I. I go into the menu and I'm like, what are my quests? And it goes, you have no active missions. You have no active quests. Okay. And then I run around all across this little island. There's like four stalls and there's my my boat. And um, everyone's just buying and selling shit, but I don't have any money, so it doesn't matter. And I can get drunk in the bar, which I don't want to do. Um, at least not in the game. And I see no missions. And I'm like, okay, so what the fuck do I do? So I go back over to the campsite, and she's got all these books, and they're all locked. But one of them's unlocked, and when I pick it up, it says it's like your your quest. But then when I look at it, it's just like a storybook that I can flip through. And I'm like, okay. And I still look, and it says you have no missions and no quests. And I talk to her, and she goes, you know, go do what you need to do, and then come back. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I get on my boat. And I, I sh- sail off because I know how to play the game at least that much. I pull up right. pull up the anchor, set sail. There's nothing to fucking do. So eventually I see the rocks that send you through like Davy Jones's thing, okay? And the pacing on this is slow as shit if you've never played Pirates of the Caribbean. Or sorry, um, Sea of Thieves. So I'm just slowly moving with the current and the mild breeze and having to course correct for like five minutes before I enter into the cave. Then it puts you in that place with Davy Jones. Like, have you seen the movies where Mm -hmm. they go to on stranger tides where they go through the land of the dead and everyone's in those boats, like going by and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like that's there. And, but you don't do any steering or anything. Your boat just naturally floats and it just, you just stand there. And I that whole sequence is like 15 minutes long. And it, there's no plot. There's no talking to anyone. There's no nothing. You're just floating through that 15 minutes. It's a less entertaining version of that scene in the movie. <laughs> then I come out on the other end, okay? Yeah. And they do another video game no-no that I just don't understand why this is acceptable. You are at this huge island, and they show all this stuff off in the distance, right? And there are, like, lots of rocky cliffs, but there seems to be a little path off on the right. There's a little path off on the left. And when you float by, like, the island itself, there's, like, a little beach that looks like there's nothing on it. Okay? So I'm like, all right, well, I went around the island. I didn't see anything on the beach, so I'm like, okay, let's go to one of these paths on the left or the right. I pick the one on the right. 
I get right up to where that path seems to open, and all of a sudden my ship just moves at an unrealistic pull to the left. I have hit an invisible wall. And when it pulls me like that, it doesn't give me any control over my ship because it's it's boat stuff, like realistic boat physics. So like you turn and then like 10 minutes later, you actually start moving that way. But if you've overcompensated, right, then you're moving that way out of control. Mm. But it like throws me in an unrealistic physics fashion away from that path. So it's like, okay, I have an invisible wall here. You're not supposed to go this way. So where does it, what does it do? It plants me straight into a rock where I damage my ship and I have to run around and repair my ship and get all this stuff up and get rid of the water and everything like that. Okay. So I go to the left side, same thing. Start to go down a path, invisible wall, slaps, it slaps me into a rock. Why are you an idiot? I go repair my ship and everything like that. Okay. So then I'm like, all right, let's beach my boat. Let's hop out. Let's go to the beach. I'm wandering around everywhere. There's nothing. And then in this little corner alcove that's not even called out, there's like a cave. Okay, so I walk into the cave. And there's like some ghosts saying some spooky shit. But they're not actually talking to me or telling me to do anything. And then there's this green flame. And there's not even a thing that says, like, capture the green flame. Like, you just see it, and you got to pull cues. And again, I keep checking. There's no quests. There's no missions. I check the book. It doesn't tell me shit. I pull out the lantern. Somehow I got triggered to think of a lantern or something. I pull out the lantern and capture the spirit in the lantern. And and it says, like, spirit in a lantern. Yet again, no prompts, no nothing, anything like that. And then there's a door that's closed. I can't figure out how to open that door. So I'm like... Have I done what I need to do? Maybe I've done what I need to do. It's not like it's going to give me any indications of this. So I run around everywhere, try to interact with everything. Can't find anything in this cave. So I leave the cave and I check the rest of the beach. Can't find anything else on the beach. I'm expecting to bump into Jack Sparrow at some point is what I'm hoping to do. But I see no indication of any of this. So then I'm like, well, maybe I've grabbed the spirit, and this is the spirit of Jack Sparrow, right? Like, and I've gone through Davy Jones's thing, and I'm on Stranger Tides. Maybe I've got to pull it back into the real world, right? Kind of like you do in the movie, and then I'll have Jack Sparrow, and I can finally, like, do something that resembles a fucking plot. Barring no other information, and after all my exploration, I finally get on the boat. I set sail, pull up the anchors, and I go ba- try to go back through that portal. When I do, you just float through the portal, and then when you're in the middle of the portal, guess what happens? I hit an invisible wall, and it pulls me over, and it smacks me into the rocks, and I'm like, okay. And I look, and I've spent two hours, and I've got a bad taste in my mouth, and I fucking hate this game. I fucking hate this yeah. piece of shit fucking game and i don't want to play it i would rather have fucking open heart surgery than play this game a moment longer now have you looked anything up did you like miss in the very beginning like did you do all this out of turn like is there an opening quest that you just for some reason missed and you were able to go do all this weird stuff just because it's there. No, so I can tell you that is the opening quest. I did look that much up. But okay. as usual, the internet's kind of condescending. And so everyone assumes you've been playing. This is the problem with these games that are brought to life. And then they do a crossover like this, which is something that I think is actually on Microsoft to fix. Mm-hmm. Like Microsoft's got to have like a primer or something. Because everyone's like, oh, well... Okay, step one, 
get some friends. You fucking loser. Step two, mm-hmm. play Sea of Thieves for 65 hours and do everything. Step three, then this will make sense to you. Come back, fuckwad. Like, that's kind of how... Like, that's not as condescending as all the guides are, but that's kind of the gist of what you'll read on Reddit and in these, like, polygon guides and stuff. Um, there was a step-by-step walkthrough where I could do that stuff, but again, I don't want to just, like, go through the motions of reading it. And a lot of people did seem to just say that, like, no waypoints and no true mission structure is just the adventurous and explorative nature of how sea of thieves is meant to be played well they can have it and i gotta say i have some friends who some friends like online on twitter who adore this game and you know what nothing makes me happier than watching how happy they are playing this game this game is the antithesis of anything i would ever play and what pisses me off, I think, the most, but here's what I don't want to change. I don't think this game should change. It seems to service the people who love it so well. This game should be what it is. Like, mm. And I love that. And I love that Rare is making something they truly seem to be ecstatic about. And there's nothing worse yeah. than hating your fucking job. So that is amazing. And I don't think Rare, in their early days with Microsoft, felt this way. And so it is great to mm-hmm. see them finally flexing their chops. But to me, yeah, I'm I like... Mean, yeah, I mean, it doesn't click with you, but I also know people that are, like, really into this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've never tried and it. And I trust their judgment. Like, they're so. not unfounded. It's just not for me. But I will tell you that, like, I've played many, many, many Rare games. Mm-hmm. I've played the entirety of Rare Replay. Not all the way through everything, but I've played the entirety of Rare Replay. And I will tell you that Rare is very good when they want to be about telling you specifically what you need to do and how to do it and tutorializing mm-hmm. things even without, like with showing, not telling. Right. So I know they're capable of it, but yeah, whatever. It ain't meshing and I'm not interested anymore. Hmm. Um, uninstall... Thank God I have Game Pass, right? Because <laughs> a person like me might buy a used copy of Sea of Thieves just because I'm such a big Pirates of the Caribbean fan. Right, right. <clears throat> and let's face it, we all know where this is going. What I need to do is sit down and just watch a YouTube video of somebody playing through this. Yeah. That's what I need to do. And if I get to, uh, like, if I watch that first hour and kind of watch them repeat what I did and I see something different or something like that, then I can course correct, right? And maybe yeah. I'll come back to it. But that's what I need to do, and that's what I intend to do this weekend sometime, is just watch someone play the first hour or two of this, and I'm sure there's plenty of content for that. But see if these left a... I, I wasn't even mad at it. I was I was just like, bro, this is not for me. No. Like, you know, like, I'm just at the wrong party. <laughs> um, so uh, the next thing I did was I've, I got the itch trees for Call Whoa. of Duty. Oh, no. Right. And not multiplayer. We all know Titanfall okay. is the definitive... Titanfall <laughs> 2 is the definitive multiplayer video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need anything else, so I wouldn't need it for that. <laughs> but, as you probably are aware, massive Call of Duty fan of the campaigns. I've always loved those campaigns. I own every single Call of Duty, even the original 
on 360, and I still have my 360, and it's still on the hard drive there. It's called Call of Duty Classic. And then I own Call of Duty 2 all the way up through um, last year's Modern Warfare. I own all of those and the remasters all on uh, Xbox. I have Black Ops, Black Ops 2, and all those. I have the 360 versions that are backward compatible. And... um, And I've never played them on Play or on Xbox. I actually played them all on PlayStation when they came out. I was a PS3 guy, and then I migrated over to Xbox with Advanced Warfare and always stuck to it. The one exception is Black Ops Three, which has a weird thing where it like there's there's just not a good way to get it on Xbox. And on top of that, um, Black Ops Three was Pro enhanced and not Xbox enhanced, so hmm. that is just the better version to have. So I have Black Ops Three on. Um, on PlayStation, but uh, but that's not the point. Um, the point was I wanted uh, Call of Duty, and I was like, you know, I have Modern Warfare last year's, the 2019 Modern Warfare, um, on PC. But that PC port uh, is good, but it handles HDR terribly, and the Xbox port has Dolby Atmos, which I kind of want. And let's face it, I'm a console gamer. I've come back yeah. around to the fact that I am not a PC gamer. And, uh, honestly, it's more hassle than, than it's worth to get rid of my gaming PC because I, it serves many other purposes. And I like the fact that I have a gaming PC, but like, I'm not going to be upgrading it anytime soon. It is perfectly acceptable. It is, it is pretty damn strong, but like, I don't want my call of duty on, on console. So I was like, okay, I want modern warfare and I have not played the newest one, cold war. Okay. And I wanted both of these. And I was like, how expensive can they be, right? Cold War has been out for a while, and Modern Warfare is old. I was wrong. <laughs> Modern Warfare is still $49.99, and the reason why is yeah. a lot of people didn't like the multiplayer of Cold War, so they've stuck mm. to Modern Warfare, and so they've raised the value of that game. On top of that, I don't know if you know this, but Cold War, uh, especially if you're like a Series X owner, is a nightmare. Uh, Activision purposely made this shit really complicated. Hmm. So the, there are two versions of the game. There is the Xbox one version and this, and then there's the series X enhanced version. Okay. Hmm. And on PlayStation, there's the PS4 and the PS5 version. Well, Activision made that really easy because they're kind of like partnering up with PlayStation they made it really easy on the PlayStation side. And honestly, this is Microsoft's problem with that smart delivery thing. Smart delivery, 99% of the time is good. When you put it in the hands of a company like Activision, it gets <laughs> shitty. Um, so on PlayStation, it's real easy. You either buy the PS4 version, which runs the PS4 version, and on a PS5, it runs backward compatibility. But right. if you want all the ray tracing, bells and whistles, upgrades, and the 60, 4K60, you need the PS5 version, right? So either you bought the PS5 version for the Activision premium price of 70 bucks, or you bought the PS4 version and you pay the $10 upgrade fee and upgrade it, okay? That's your path for PlayStation. I will tell you, in most cases... This path is annoying as fuck and unnecessary. Right. Call of Duty's the exception. Congratulations, Activision. You made this complicated enough that Xbox's Xbox's methods don't work well here. <laughs> On the Xbox front, and again, Activision makes these choices, not Microsoft. Microsoft can't do anything about this. Here's the shitty thing they did. 
if you buy the Xbox One version, it says on the cover of the box, Xbox One dash Xbox Series X. Because Activision's argument is, technically, it plays on the Series X. But it's not the enhanced with ray tracing 4K60 version that your new console can support. There's okay. a sixty or a seventy dollar version hmm. that looks identical. The only exception is there's a little stamp in the lower right corner that says includes Xbox One and Xbox One series or Xbox Series X version. That's the only difference. And that hmm. version six seventy dollars, and it's got all the enhancements. And yes, when you put it in the disk drive the console can detect which version of the disc you have. Hmm. You ready for this? Also, there's no upgrade path. And I think that's because Microsoft was like, well, no, smart delivery, you don't need an upgrade path. Like, Microsoft is fighting back really hard against companies going, we don't like this $10 upgrade charge. You shouldn't do it. And Activision is the only company that's been fighting it. Activision did this with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and they did it with Call of Duty. They said, all right, fine, then fuck your people. If, you, <laughs> if they buy the Xbox One version, they can't upgrade. Tough. Hmm. And that's not very consumer-focused. Although, I got to say, I don't know, some people will have different opinions. I like that Microsoft is kind of, quote-unquote, fighting for that cause and saying, no, we don't want to do this bullshit. Like, right. you sell one game, and depending on what console you have, you get the best version for that console. That's how this should work. Set your price, sell the game. And this is Activision fighting it like a child. <laughs> well, so, of course, this is a mess, right? You can imagine, on the Xbox uh, yeah. front, this has been a mess. And, of yep. course, the resale values are ridiculous. If you go look up the Xbox Series X version, that, like, hybrid version... On GameStop, it's fifty nine ninety nine used. So I was like, "Holy shit, this stuff is expensive, right?" Like, I don't want to pay seventy dollars for the new Call of Duty, and I definitely no. don't want to pay sixty used, right? Yeah. Enter yeah, GameFly, a random <laughs> luck of the draw to save me. So GameFly sends me this email. All right, you ready for this? And they're like, "Hey, Fred, we've noticed you haven't subscribed for us in like." Five years. Would you like to restart your subscription for a dollar? We'll give you a two discs out for a dollar for the first month. And you can try it and cancel anytime. And I wasn't planning to do it. But then I was looking at their sale. And their sale, conveniently, with both Modern Warfare on Xbox One, is not part of it. They're just not selling used copies of that. But as you know, Trees, and I think you know where this is going, they have the Keep It option. Mm -hmm. And the price for the Keep It? 30 bucks. There you Not go. too bad. Also, somebody's going to point it out, so I'll just get ahead of this. I am aware that Modern Warfare on Xbox One was on sale last week for 30 bucks digitally. I am aware of that. That was circumstantially good when I was making this decision. I didn't know that, and I was aware and just chose for the tangible version at the end of this story. And this story is wrapping up in a minute. Secondarily, if you look at Gamefly, and Gamefly is doing its best to navigate these waters as well, but the PS4 version and the Xbox One version of Cold War are for sale in their used game store for 35 bucks. But I noticed that if I looked up the Xbox One X version, 
it only had the keep it option. And at first I thought it was like a glitch in the system, but then when I looked up the PS5 version, I noticed the same thing. There's only a keep it option, 35 bucks, good price. But you have to be a subscriber, rent it, and keep it. You can't mm. buy the those versions. Right. So I had to do extensive research. You have to do some little clever navigating. You basically tell it, show me all the Series X games, and you find Cold War and rent it. And then you get a disc, and you cannot tell from that disc that it's the special version. You put it in your system, and your system has to download two. 100 gigs in updates. <laughs> it takes up 197 gigs, Trees. Wow. That is a big game. And once you install it, you can see in the install functions, first of all, your icon says X slash S, which tells you it's that version. And then you can see that there is a 4K texture pack and a ray tracing pack, which tells you that you've got the right version. So I realized I had rented the right version and then by keeping it and on the envelope actually from Gamefly. So they did their best. It says Series X only. And um, so by keeping it, I was able to pay the $65 and keep both Modern Warfare and um, uh, Cold War. So I managed Ooh. to kind of pull that off for the pri two for the price of one basically. Yeah. So go. that worked out well. And now I've got a Gamefly membership. So I rented <laughs> Biomutant and Returnal, which will arrive tomorrow along with my cases for wow. those other games. <laughs> and both those games I'm interested in too. Yeah. So I'm curious to try those out and give them a go. I don't think I will get in much more gaming up to that point for the mm -hmm. for Gamefly. And I fully intend to cancel at the end of that. Um Probably a bad use of Gamefly, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I will say Gamefly has come a long way. Did you know there's a lock-in thing? You basically get to turbo your your stuff, but, like, as part of the thing. So if you lock in a game, I think it's either 30 days or 60 days or more in advance, they promise you you can only do for one slot, and then I think you can pay for more slots, but they promise you if you game lock it, quote-unquote, they will send you that game day one. Hmm. So that's some kind of cool stuff. Gamefly, I don't burn through games fast enough for it to be worthwhile, especially now that I'm a Game Pass member. Right, but right. I could see a world where you pay 20 bucks a month and you get two games a month and you keep what you want. Yeah. And Gamefly is still a system that works. And that's... And that's more expensive than it ever was, right? Back when I had it, wasn't it like fifteen or fourteen so ninety nine a month or something? You can do fifteen for one game at a time, or twenty two, I think, for two games at a time. Yeah. Actually, I think the pricing has stayed the same. I, I'm it, not sure, but been, that sounds it's been pretty. So, yeah, it's been so long since I was like using it full clip, you know. Mm hmm. So. For me, I'm not going to lie. I paid a dollar so that I could try out Biomutant and Returnal because I don't think those are games I'm going to want to play long term, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. And it allowed me to get the Call of Duty deal I wanted. There you go. So, um, next up, uh, for some random reason, I started playing Doom. Well, it's not a random reason. I want to experience how 3D shooters went from, on the console side, not on the PC side, how 3D shooters went from basically Wolfenstein to, like, Call of Duty. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just fascinated by that. I love first-person shooters. I know that that's a tired genre for a lot of people, but for my personal interest, I want to burn through it. And I ignored a lot of 3D shooters because I was a PC gamer for 3D shooters for like Duke Nukem, mm-hmm. you know, Doom, Doom 2, all that stuff. But when Quake hit and you needed a 3D effects card, like I was out. I noped the fuck out. And I never played 3D first-person shooters until way later. Like hmm. Halo 2-ish was the first time I tried twin-sticking. So there's a lot of actually really cool shooters on the N64 I want to try out that were part of like 3D console shooters like Doom 64, Turok, things like that. But even like cool ports of like Quake and stuff like that. And so I wanted to try those out, but... There's those recent Doom ports, and actually, I know they're on Game Pass, but I actually bought them on my own, and I wanted to try those out. So believe it or not, I booted up regular Doom, and I've just been burning through it. Uh, If you put the difficulty as like, there's like five difficulties, and I do difficulty Mm -hmm. two, and you just kind of burn through it, and your goal is not to find all the secrets or anything. You're just navigating the levels and trying to get to an exit frantically. Like, that's just a fun way to play through that game. So I wanted to Mm -hmm. do that with Doom 1 and 2, and I'm going to do it. Um, but one thing I want to mention when I booted these up, which I'm having a lot of fun with, and I've, I've not played too long, but I've done, I'm almost done with the second, there's like four, there's, there were three main chapters, like knee deep in the dead. And then those other ones. And then there Mm -hmm. was like a fourth one called thy flesh consumed. That's what made it like quote unquote final doom that came out later. Those are all included with that. And then they've got this cool new thing trees where they're like, certain professionally accepted levels. And one of those is like Sigil, which was John Romero recently made like eight Doom levels. Mm-hmm. Like recently. And then there were a couple of people from like those creative teams that made Doom Zero, which is okay. like pre-Doom, like Earth area levels. And there's a bunch of these other packs. And I think they're free. From what I can tell, they're free. I know Sigil's free. And I know Doom Zero's free, but there's like a dozen of these. And you can just download them and import them even into the console version of this game. Huh. Which is like actually really cool. Yeah, so that is cool. I've been playing through that. I've been having some fun. Um, but last but not least, you know, Psychonauts 2 is coming out. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to play Psychonauts. And I own so many versions of Psychonauts, it's not even <laughs> funny. You should know. Sure. Uh-huh. So... I own Psychonauts 1 from way, way back. I bought Psychonauts 1 as an Xbox original when it first came out on 360. And that was the first time I played through the game. I bought it on Steam on a Steam sale for like 59 cents. And I've played through that version because it like looked nicer, right? When you first get into PC gaming, you love to do stuff like that. And then... It was on sale for like a dollar and I was going to do a version comparison video a long time ago, which I probably won't do. Um, It was on sale for a dollar on the PlayStation Store for that PS4 version. Hmm. Are you aware of this? Like PS2 games are are available on PS4 and they're upscaled to like 1080p and they throw trophies in there. Oh, wow. So I was like, oh, trophy support for Psychonauts. That might be cool. They're probably going to be pretty basic trophies, but it's something Microsoft's not doing. Microsoft, on your backwards compat for those original Xbox games, there's not too many of them. You need to figure out how to throw fucking achievements in that shit. Um, Mm. But 
so I bought it and I was always going to try it out and do a comparison. Well, now I've got the chance. So I booted up um, my PS4 version of Psychonauts and it looked rough as shit trees. Like right off the bat, I was like, yee, this does not look good. Nobody put much effort into this. I can tell. Um, so that was the first thing I noticed. The second thing I noticed was there's this noticeable lag. Like, it's got a bad response time, which is bad for a game like Psychonauts because there's some pretty intense platforming when that game gets near its end. Right. And so I was just not pleased with it at all. And then it's got really washed out colors. And I don't know if it's doing something weird or not, like... I know the PS5 used to do HDR for everything, but it doesn't do that anymore. Like, there's a setting where you can turn off HDR for non-HDR games because it's auto HDR is not like Microsoft's, which is actually quite impressive. And it was just a bad experience. After about 30 minutes, I was like, I can't play this. This is not a good version of this game. And if this is the... I'll find out soon if this is the quality of all these PS4 type ones because I want to play Bounty Hunter on this as well and i have that from the old bundle that i got with a star wars game um if it's like that too like this is not good playstation needs to get (laughs) shit together because microsoft's eating its lunch these are not good emulators um they're not good versions of these games and they look muddy as shit and is it yeah isn't the ps2 games like the highest ones or something Oh, is that PS PS3 games are the PS3 ones? are the hardest ones because they got okay. the cell architecture. The weird, so yeah, okay. All so right. no, these are pretty. These should be pretty easy to emulate. Standard, yeah. yeah. Um. So I was like, well, let's pop in the the Xbox One. I remember that being a good port on the 360. Let's see what that. It's one of those ones that's X enhanced, so it renders at 4K with auto HDR on the Series X. With Psychonauts? Yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. know if you're aware of this, but all backward compatible original Xbox games render yeah. at 4K with auto HDR. You need to go really? back to those original games. Yeah. And if you have the disc, you don't have to buy the digital version. You can just play the disc version. Yeah. All right. Makes you want to revisit Ninja Gaiden Black or Prince of Persia Sands of Time or mm. the various other ones that are on there. Fusion Frenzy and stuff like that. Conquers Bad Fur Day, which is right now the games for gold. Anyway, so I popped in Psychonauts. Uh, and, uh, you know, kudos to them because my original purchase is still good here. Like, it's still carried over all of my, what they call, um, entitlements to being mm-hmm. still unlocked. And it was on Games for Gold a long time ago, so a lot of people probably have it that way, but whatever. Um, booted it up. Night and Day Trees. Razor Sharp. They've upscaled all of the uh, cutscenes very well. In engine, that thing looks gorgeous in 4K. The auto HDR does not have the washed out colors that the PlayStation has. It looks crisp and great. And the response is spot on. So I have been thoroughly enjoying the Xbox version. And I am... I don't know if you've played that game, but I'm pretty far into the game. I've collected everything. (laughs) There's an open world kind of camp situation where I've collected almost everything there. And I am in the Dia de los Muertos level, which looks gorgeous in auto HDR, by the way. And there's only like two more levels, I think, to wrap up, which is um, the Milkman Conspiracy and the dreaded uh, Meat Circus, which is a brutal level. But yeah, if you've never played that game. I uh, I played the original one, but a little bit. 
never yeah. never really cared for it. So okay, it's it, it is what it is. You either like yes. it or you don't. Um, right. And exactly. and that's that's what I can say about it. Fortunately, if you are if you have Game Pass, I think it's part of Game Pass also. So okay, might be worth ch- something to check out. But what I wanted to stress here is the number one way you should play it is on Game Pass with uh, with a if you have a Series X or an Xbox One X, it'll do this as well. Um, if you don't have those, I highly recommend playing it on Steam. That's probably or PC. Uh, whether it be GOG, Steam, whatever you want to do. But mm-hmm. that's probably the secondary way to play this if you like to play it on PC. But So just getting back into Psychonauts, remember it. I remember the Milkman Conspiracy being uh, a very difficult level, and I couldn't, I've could. i never been able to beat the Meat Circus. So, I like that name. Yeah. And when you find out the story behind it, it's even better. But uh, yeah. It's very clever, um, but yes, uh, you're basically in a disjointed uh, neighborhood, and the milkman's up to something. Um, <laughs> so it's 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 a fun little platformer level, yeah. and the meat circus is your final one where you kind of confront your fears. But um, we'll see where it goes. Even if I can't beat the meat circus this time through yet again, I've tried it three times, and I've given up both times. But if I can't do it this third time, that's fine. I've gotten 95% through the game, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy getting up to that point anyway. I've thoroughly enjoyed this game. I won't lie, though. You get some pretty brutal fucking platforming as that game ramps up. And yeah, uh, yeah, and it is like not the greatest of 3D, you know, worlds, right? Like it's that awkward 2005 3D worlds kind of stuff. So the reason I can't get through it might be me but it might also be just as much the game <laughs> in my yeah. opinion so yeah but anyway i mean the, the second one looks interesting like i the think second the second one, one, one will like have might... it'll be the same concept but i think it will have i, I little, it better have an adaptation <laughs> to yes more um more friendly platforming and i gotta be honest i know people are gonna probably not like me for saying this but while I totally get behind Tim Schafer and his team's writing, um, it's hit or miss with those, right? Like, right. Like Double Fine nails it just as much as they don't nail it. So I can't say that, uh, again, right, use the buzzword, cautiously optimistic, but I can't say beyond a shadow of a doubt that I think they will learn from their mistakes and this won't just be a repeat of Psychonauts 1. If it is, I'll enjoy it, but I don't think the the mass public will. And I think you're like out day one, like if you start playing it and you realize it's just the same shit over again. So we'll see. We'll find out in late August, but we'll see. Mm. I'm optimistic that they have learned their lesson and uh, got creative. They do some real creative stuff with the game design in um, the original Psychonauts, though. You'd be surprised how many different levels do some new, clever things. Right. Their heart's in the right place. Their execution's right. not quite there. It's weird because it was during the old... I can't remember when I played that, but it was a long time ago. The first one, obviously. Yeah. But I remember not... I remember being cool, but it's I also... It's cool, it's that. hilarious, but I just remember people tuning out. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, also... Let me tell you the number one problem that game pretty much has. They don't explain shit. Mm. 
If you don't like tutorials, this is the game for you. You gotta figure everything out on your own. Simple shit like, how do I get into this highlighted canoe that they're telling me to get into? Right. Is It's just a mystery. Oh, <laughs> oh, you have to highlight this, choose this with a cursor, press A, mm-hmm. and then press Y, stupid. You didn't know that? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not intuitive at all. Uh, there are just lines trees of reddit threads like how the fuck do i progress at this point how the fuck do i do this the only reason i'm not having that problem is because i've played this game three times now Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh i remember not remembering how the fuck you get in a canoe like yeah it's just goofy weird shit like that that exists and yeah it is off-putting and i don't know trees i feel like People would like to believe our tolerance was higher back then, but I feel like our tolerance might have been lower for shit like that. Like, there were just so many more games coming out at such a faster clip that if you saw shit like that, you were like, no, fuck this. Like, I'm not going to deal with this. (laughs) You know? So... Yeah, I mean, I do a lot of that now, but yeah. Well, yeah, but I think we did it even more so (laughs) back then. Like... Yeah. So I can see you bouncing off of it hard just because you're like, okay, this game is not giving me the tools I need to progress forward. Just tell me what I need to do, and you can't do that. And that is a relatively fatal flaw of Psychonauts, Mm -hmm. I will say. Yeah. Uh, Actually, uh, if you want to know what that's like, if you have no precedence for it, which is why I can't give it a pass, see Sea of Thieves. (laughs) Yeah. See the Sea of Thieves discussion 20 minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah. Your your favorite Sea of Thieves. Yeah. 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 Pretty acclaimed. Um, Sea of Thieves. But, all right. Well, I've been talking long enough. This is a long episode, but a good one. Good one. You're probably exhausted, and I know I will be. So, So I'm driving to do tomorrow, Fred. (laughs) Let's call it. (laughs) Some highway driving tomorrow. Good luck. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I wish you and your family a great vacation and a safe trip. But uh, in the interest of wrapping it up, uh, let's say until probably next week. And if mm-hmm. not, we'll make an announcement. You'll at least get yep. some shitty like five-minute podcast that's like, hey, it's Fred. Uh, we can't do it this week. <laughs> you know, I'll do something stupid like that. So Nice. Yeah, I promise I'll do it in that voice too now With that, that, voice, that yeah. joke. <laughs> yep. So anyway, all righty, sir. Well, until next next week-ish, happy gaming. Later.